I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Thanks to ExpressVPN for supporting FilmSack. You probably don't think much about internet privacy on your own home network. ExpressVPN will secure your privacy and protect your information. Visit expressvpn.com slash filmsack and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. My last boyfriend, Jack, wasn't exactly the romantic guy. Two years ago, for my birthday, he gives me pepper spray. I think it's perfume. I end up in the emergency room. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Telling you, relationships based on extreme circumstances never work out. Right. Wake up, boys. <laughs> this is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack episode 473, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. I'm Scott Johnson. Joining me today, Brian, press F for Freak Out Dunaway. F, 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 F. Hi. Oh, hi. Hi. Thanks for speeding over to Captain D's to meet me for dinner, guys. I have something really important to ask you all in a very aloof manner. And with no further delay, hold on. There's a girl over at that table flashing gang signs at us. Mm. Oh, no, wait. It appears to be some sort of secret code that you see deaf people using when they want to make fun of your small feet. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> I took an online course on this very subject. I got this. Okay. She wants to know if you guys are my brothers. Short answer, no. Long answer, brothers from another mother. <laughs> she says you guys are very cute. But not in a creepy way. Oh, ain't that nice. No, no, wait. I got that wrong. She says, she's cute and you guys are creeps. Well, that wasn't very nice. I am now telling her that she can go suck tartar sauce from Captain D's size 10 feet. And now her dad is coming over. All right. I think it's time to reveal my big news. I bought us all scooters. Will you scoot with me? Now let's get out of here in a manner that would imply speed, but would leave you asking yourself, this is speed? Ibbit. Blast the reggae music. Randy, pass the red, red wine, and Scott, hand me that chainsaw. What? I don't know why Captain D's has a chainsaw. Fewer questions, more action. (laughs) 
Yeah, that chainsaw was uh, awfly convenient. Yeah, two, two not just one chainsaw, but two chainsaws. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was speed three weird. colon small title. We got scooters. Yeah, I can't wait. Bring back Keanu colon. What have you? Right. Done? What have you done? Uh, also <laughs> with us, Randy. Cover the vent with your gigantic pants, Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Did oh. I? Uh, hold on. I'm getting a phone call. Hold on. I'm just. I just. I have to take this right now. Hold on. Hey. Keanu, baby. Yeah, I always have time for you. You're my number one client. Yeah, Oh, I'm, and I'm your number one agent. Keanu, it's so good to hear from you. No, no, I was just talking to some friends. Now, yeah, how about all these projects we're lining up for you? 1996 is going to be huge. As soon as you're finished with Feeling Minnesota, we've got this full slate, buddy. Look, look I'm telling you, Keanu. Feeling Minnesota is going to be the movie you are the most famous for in the future. <laughs> Your greatest film. <laughs> anyway, as soon as you're finished with this masterpiece, Feeling Minnesota, we've got some devil's advocate thing, and then I just got off the phone with Fox, and they're ready to bring you down to Key West for speed, too! <laughs> Keanu? You still... Yeah. Uh, no. Keanu, you cannot back out on Speed 2. L- listen, this is going to be your second greatest film after Feeling Minnesota. Keanu, it, I don't understand. You don't want to do Speed 2. Are you okay, Keanu? I, mm. Yeah. You want to make Bill and Ted 3. Listen, Keanu, I've always been straight with you, right? I can always tell your future, right? I'm telling you right now, there will never be a Bill and Ted 3. Oh man, <laughs> boy, would that be an unfortunate uh, prediction? Because there is one. Right. <laughs> that intro was a lot better with Keanu Reeves. It's like this movie would have been better. Yeah, with with Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves. Yeah, even given some other problems, which we'll get to. Also with us, and finally, Brian. Hey, it's the car guy in a boat this time, Ibbit. And no, Brian Ibbit. <laughs> Is what? he playing Pokemon Go? I don't know where Brian Ibbett went, but he's not here. Maybe I maybe I offended him. He's online, but he's not. Hold talking. on, he says. Hold on. Okay, I'm gonna pause. Hold on. That's- yeah, yeah. I got, okay. I got, I got Brian Ibbett on the phone. Oh, he's back. Hi, Brian. 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 2020 <laughs> is gonna be a huge year from you, baby. <laughs> Are you everything all right? What happened there? You all right? Totally fine. I uh, switched to a different audio source for something that I'm doing for my intro, Mm -hmm. and I forgot that it disconnected the microphone. (laughs) Let's let's see if it's worth it. Tell me if it's worth it. All right. Give it to us. us. Yeah, give me another intro. All right. Here we go. And finally, Brian. Hey, it's the car guy in a boat this time. Ibbit. Oh, my wife makes such a great okra casserole, doesn't she? Hey, uh, while she gets some decaf Sankas brewing, how about I show you some photos from the cruise we took this last summer? Great, great. All right, uh, here's, let's see, here's us getting on the boat. Uh, Oh, yeah, here's us with our complimentary pina coladas. Oh, yeah, we got to keep those glasses. Uh, Here's Doris with some of those weird golf balls. A couple of them rolled into our room through the air conditioning. Uh, I'll have Doris bring those in with the Senkas. Anyway, here's some shots I'm particularly proud of. This is their all-you-can-eat seafood buffet. Uh, Here's this shot. Here's this one. Oh, yeah, the oysters. Uh, Another shot of the oysters. Deaf girl with a crab leg. Uh, Oysters. (laughs) 
so we must have hung out at the buffet for hours. I think there was a bingo game in the room next to us because we could hear them screaming constantly. Oh, yeah. So get this. Usually they cut you off after two hours, right? But for whatever reason, the staff must have forgotten about this particular restaurant because yeah. we had the place to ourselves for the whole trip. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look at all this clam chowder. Look at this shot right here. They don't care how many oyster crackers you put in there either. It was so crunchy. We thought we heard some sort of announcement over the PA system, but we figured if it was important, they'd just repeat it. Oh, yeah. Right. This shot uh, was right before the light. The lights flickered <laughs> off for a few minutes. Yeah, we had to use the lights on our phone to see the crab legs. Oh, look at those crab legs. Oh, yeah. I got a good plate of those and almost tipped them over when we hit some rocky water or something. Anyway, <laughs> just as we were about to hit the dessert station of the chocolate fountain, the boat started listing to the side, spilled melted chocolate all over Doris's t-shirt dress. No. So we skipped the chocolate fountain and then hit the ice cream machine. Anyway, get this. We grab our ice cream and the St. Martin's authorities told us the cruise was over. Oh, wow. Best cruise ever. Hey, say, where's Doris with those Sankas? <laughs> Hold on. Wow. Quite, quite the that production. Was, that was a... That was all for a sound effect that no one under the age of 47 would <laughs> I know. Who knows what that yeah, is? Or references to Sanka. Yeah. What's Sanka? What is that? Sorry, a little inside baseball, but was that that wavelength thing? Were you messing with that? Is that what that is? No? No, no. Oh. That was just, uh, that was actually loopback, which, oh. is, uh, which is what we think le- uh, wave wave back or wave link thing is like. Yeah. Wavelength. All right. Yeah. Well, there you go. Inside baseball. I all over it. For a slideshow sound effect. Yeah, it's very no, good. Well, it was effective. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Transported to a crappy cruise. Yeah. Yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, no, that went great. Uh, so that's, uh, you guys, have, if you haven't figured it out, there's a ship. Uh, Keanu Reeves is not here. It's Speed 2, everybody. Speed 2, full throttle. Sorry, cruise control, not full throttle. Cruise. This time, it's personal. Yeah. Cruise control. Yeah. I well, mean, we- they're on a cruise ship. Yeah. And they're struggling it. for control. Uh-huh. I have heard yeah. the name of the movie for like 25 years. It never once occurred to me that it was on a boat. Like that never oh, occurred really? to me. <laughs> Did I you think it was knew? like in a Datsun that they were trying to keep at the same speed for a long road trip? Is, is this your first seeing of this, Randy, like mine? Because I didn't see it in theaters or on video no, back in the day. About it even. Like I had, I had always figured it was just another bus ride. Like it's like that distant from my understanding and i i love the play on words believe me i love play on words mm-hmm. one two on the nose yeah, like that well, do you think they came up with the name before they came up with the plot like do you think yep. they said uh cruise control right because it's driving it's fast you know speed too you got to keep it under wait what if we did this on a cruise mm. yeah yeah do you I'm, guys yeah. know how fast uh 18 knots is in the reference of miles per hour no Tell us. What yeah, is it? yeah. Well, I looked it up, and I hope I got it incorrect because that made it even less impressive. Apparently, it's around twenty miles per hour. Oh, that's all. That can't be right. <laughs> but uh, the momentum. This should be called momentum. Yeah, momentum. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or speed two colon momentum because really right. all you're talking about is a big ass slow ship that's very heavy and going to be you know slow to stop or whatever. Although I still I maintain that there's no way it gets as far as it does into that dock. Like I've seen right. these ships do this before. Oh. There's been like documented oh. footage of accidental dockings, and they don't get that far. They don't go two don't, miles into you town. You don't think that a speeding ship will keep driving inland for four minutes? No, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. The, 
Oh, there I was do. still 30 minutes left in the movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when it hit the dock. When it starts I kid you not. When it starts I was hitting. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because they need one more, oh, one more action sequence and we get a free toaster. You know, it's basically right, we, yeah. uh, you know, they need, they needed one last little bit of uh, stuff. I, yeah. I really haven't, like, I haven't unpacked this even mentally. I watched the movie and then I closed it down mm. for this moment <laughs> because there's so many, there's so many things I want to ask that I didn't, I haven't asked myself. Like, for example, in Twister, is there something, is there anything like the end of this movie mm. where something goes on way, way, way longer than it should? Uh, yeah, this movie has the most way longer than it should moment that I've seen in a long time. Now, here's the thing. I actually really enjoyed like the first close to two thirds of the movie. Well, yeah, maybe an hour, uh, maybe that first right. half. Let's say that first half of mm. the movie I felt like was a decent setup. Some of it doesn't age too well. Uh, I, I, the whole time I'm going, well, I wish that was Keanu Reeves, but you know, mm-hmm. Jason Patrick's not that bad. He's fine. And no, he's it, not bad. He's, he's pretty bad, but <laughs> he is like the black hole of acting. <laughs> Anything like not even light can escape. It's basically once he's on screen, everything gets sucked out of the, uh, out of the, uh, what? the script out of the action. Yeah. What, what, that's what, a fair what point. Is, what is it? What is the substance of his inability to have chemistry with anybody? I don't Cause know. like, cause like even, even Willem Dafoe, who is really poorly cast here and not at all what you would want hmm. from this villain hmm. willem dafoe has chemistry yeah Everybody i kind of wanted him to end to. up with sandra bullock in the end <laughs> yeah <laughs> they ride saying, off like, together on their freaking dual jet, ski jet boat. skis yeah, yeah. But that you weird know what I mean? thing like, i've never like, seen and what before. is chemistry by the way it's like this this feeling you get that this the character sees the other characters and is actually responding to other mm-hmm. characters feelings and motivations mm-hmm. and it's like even if even Willem Dafoe in this crazy leech man role can can have those kinds of like little connections, how come Jason Patrick can't? What's yeah. what's missing? It's, well, like Brian yeah. says, he's the black hole of acting. Like he really is not. Yeah. I mean, he really is a disappointing part of this thing. And I would have preferred Keanu Reeves in it, but huh. structurally, the movie itself. That, oh, go ahead. What are you gonna say? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go in the opposite direction and say that the problem with this movie is this connection to speed one and Sandra Bullock. Mm. Because if mm-hmm. you take, if you, if you remove this and call it boat and uh, <laughs> get rid of Sandra Bullock and put any actress in there, yeah. I would enjoy this movie more. Yeah. I actually, I thought Jason, I thought, I thought he was a pretty decent action hero. Mm-hmm. He didn't really, he didn't have to have, you know, a love interest that was motivating some of oh, these things. I mean, but clearly I thought it was okay. And clearly, Jan DeBont doesn't care for that. Like, he's just right. not here. He's not here to have functional relationships build between people. Yeah. And and actually, it even wasn't, uh, Brian, to your, uh, this really wasn't even intentionally uh, intended to be a speed sequel initially. It was going to be a diehard sequel. And um, Oh, right. It was scripted as a this, diehard this sequel. This thing was just yeah. like, we got, a, we got a sequel to something. Yeah. I right, don't know exactly. what. <laughs> Well, let's but let's put it in there. Right, this is definitely not a first movie of a franchise. <laughs> right. This feels more like a second movie of a franchise. I just want to I want to ask I want to ask about Twister again because we we watched it earlier this hot action movie summer and it was so much better than this movie. How was Twister so much better than this movie? I don't well, ask how much why why was Speed One so much better than Speed Two? Like Beyond the Bond's other two movies are great. These this is terrible and. The the first one, the sp- first speed movie, I think is one of my favorite action movies. I love it. Like it's way up there for me. And structurally, it's better. 
I think it has better high points and low points. I think it has better acting, despite it's still sort of Keanu going, you know, the thing he used to do. (laughs) And I think it has a more compelling villain. And I think the, the premise of this bus can't slow down is more fun than there's a terrorist on board of this ship and it's going to make us do things. And we're going to try to wedge in a speed element at some point. But the movie never really successfully does that where the first movie was called speed for a reason. This is called Mm -hmm. speed for no reason. It's not, yeah, all, yeah. It, 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 like Dunaway is suggesting, it's like it's a sequel in name only. Otherwise, it is Die Hard on a ship and not a good one. Mm-hmm. No. no. So, uh, you know, in a weird way, I kind of want to go back in time and jump onto the the time shift where or the, the timeline where this was a Die Hard sequel and it had Bruce Willis in it and it was on a cruise ship. Because <laughs> that would be his his involvement would be enough charisma to at least make it live free or die hard level mm-hmm. you know not maybe right, not right. maybe not die hard three with a vengeance level but uh <laughs> right right it would have been more i i don't know it would have been more yeah. of the of the of that pattern of that structure mm-hmm. that we're used mm-hmm. to with the nice you know topping of having bruce willis be bruce willis and uh, you know some kind of cheesy villain which is always fun in those movies like i could have really gotten down with that instead this just felt yeah. like i felt like this actually could have worked but it's all screwed up. Like, let's say she does dump, you know, her boyfriend. This is hard in movies because your star power is not there and you're making mm-hmm. an excuse for why he's not there. Um, so then you rely on the star power of Sandra Bullock, which was certainly on the rise or, you know, doing mm-hmm. just fine. But OK, cool. If this was well written and well acted and well structured and the last third wasn't just the longest, most ridiculous, <laughs> stupid ending, mm-hmm. then you maybe have a film. Austin. Like, Austin Powers type crashing is what it was. It was like 30 minutes of just slow destruction. <laughs> oh, you're talking about like the guy uh, in Austin Powers, the, 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 the bulldozer is coming. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah like, ah! it's just like this slow, just it's like, oh my gosh, right. just get on with it. it there was nothing because it was, it was nothing thrilling. Mm-hmm. It was two of those. It was the one where they have to steer around the uh, yeah. the oil tanker. Just get on the PA system. Everybody move to the right side of the ship. Oh, yeah. problem solved. Yeah. Oil tanker. I love the oil tanker. I love that we went through all this effort not to destroy the oil tanker. Instead, to go into the into the bay and tear up and some stuff. And then still, we still blow up the yes. oil tanker. Yeah. I'm like, oh, right. my gosh. <laughs> oh yeah that's the same yeah. it just hit me yeah. that's the same oil yeah. tanker okay that's exactly. really stupid oh man it's the whole, so like, stupid. Uh, take your breath you wipe your brow at least we Ooh. didn't destroy the oil oh never mind yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> but at least they they all gi joe'd out of there uh as they were as they were getting there yeah, the famously yeah. on gi joe nobody ever dies because they all ejected last minute and then their planes crash the as you were getting close Except to the oil tanker Defoe. yeah defoe's the only one but, <laughs> but everybody's like abandoned ship abandoned ship and i'm thinking Oh, all right. So nobody, there's no Let's, real stakes in this movie. Nobody's and was, hurt. We, and there was absolutely no reason to destroy the old tanker. They could have just had no. the tower that that uh, Defoe landed on impale him. Yeah, and that yeah, would have been And fine. I thought they did that at first, but they didn't. Let's can we talk? Can we get? Can we deconstruct Geiger's character for just a minute? Sure. Portrayed <laughs> by William oh, Defoe, yeah. maniacally. <laughs> best character in the film. Oh, yeah. Yeah, best character in the film. However, <laughs> absolutely makes zero <laughs> sense that he was some kind of programmer engineer mm-hmm. that has suddenly went from doing this, but because he's got some copper poisoning to becoming a James Bond villain. I mean, mm-hmm. just to the point that he just doesn't care about anybody he's willing to, you know, kill 
anyone. Mm-hmm. It's just such a weird. Well, not only that, term. we're we're also in the middle of the the '90s, where if you're going to have a computer based uh, idea for anything, and you got a villain who's a hacker or whatever, none of that stuff is right. If he made that system, he was a like a UI guy, and he never, and it always looked like shit, and it was a bad, <laughs> like it's just a bad thing. And there was no hacking going on. At one point, they pull up a. A uh, fiber converter something box yeah. and it's not it's a freaking yeah. kvm dude everyone had a kvm yes i yeah. totally wrote that in my notes before i was like oh that's gonna be really obvious but, but, um, but they put a yeah. sticker on it they labeled it <laughs> yeah well done exactly. well done labeling it but <laughs> no, i don't know not even don't even paint it a different color because everyone had that stupid <laughs> ugly beige thing yeah you pay like 12 bucks Janky. at a best buy or something and you got yeah. your kvm and now you can switch what do they spend the budget on it wasn't that it wasn't the uh, label maker no because no. Uh, that was sad yeah. No, they also used a whole different label maker for every sign on the ship. Yeah, like every 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 sign was the same font, had a nice little yeah, black yeah. border around it. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. This is the control room. Uh, no admittance <laughs> over here is uh, electrical panel. Yeah. No admittance. They feel, they feel very <laughs> I, I serious. Out. I really want to talk about the future tech in this movie as portrayed with all of the real time AI debugging that it's that it's got. Mm-hmm. But but but. I want to correct something that was said a couple minutes ago about uh, about him being the best character in this movie. The best character in this movie, objectively, without doubt, is the return of Maurice the Toon Man from Speed One. Yeah. Uh, the actor <laughs> is the is, boat. Yes. The boat operator. No, no actor, I'm going to disagree with this right out of hand. I can't agree with this because Maurice, he's fine. Wind plumber. plumber. Yeah, he is amazingly funny. Uh, he has he has he's so much more entertaining than he has any just, right to be in this movie. Wow. And the idea, like I would disagree that, with <laughs> your your absolute statement that it was a good performance. Already, it might have been a good performance. Okay, I'll give you the good performance part. The material, already, the material was trash. We're so far over the top already. We're so far beyond any sort of realistic uh, portrayal of coincidence, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like we we lose that in the very first scene with Tim Conway putting in a bad performance oh, of all he people. Not a, yeah. not a bad yeah. performance. Yeah, he was fine. Uh, he was just being Tim does, Conway. It does set. It does say that this movie is going to be slapsticky versus the first one. If you're like basically Absolutely. you walk in saying, "Hey, if you were expecting kind of the more action drama." thriller of the first movie yeah this is going to be a little bit more slapstick because we've got tim conway in the front seat going middle (laughs) the middle hour in the bowels of a boat finding out what a ballast is and never really knowing and then suddenly boom glenn Plummer as in in maurice the toon man is actually on the amazing i am so glad this was in like you could you could suck that out and that's the that's the whole movie is that boat with those people and they're trying I'd, to catch, I'd watch a webisode. Plane? Here's oh what, my god! But here's what ruined I'd watch it. A webisode with that. But this is what ruined. Yeah, that's very webisode, isn't it? I, right. But here's yeah. the problem with that dude. It isn't so much that he's a problem or that the idea is a problem. The problem is you're saying that he's the same guy from Speed One who had the fancy <laughs> uh, convertible car and and yeah. uh, Keanu Reeves takes it over and freaking wrecks the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Arguably, yeah. that was your one shot to do to be a funny character that that's like an unfortunate moment in the movie, and they did it. They nailed that. That was great. Then you bring that dude back, who just happens to be exactly where he needs to be for the next LAPD guy to take over his vehicle. Which, by the way, that boat had the exact same license number on it, according to the trivia, which is even oh, really? stupider. 
And then <laughs> you have him kind of win this time, right? Because he doesn't lose his his car. Yeah, international waters. Right? Yeah. right, but it's such a like, hey, what if we did a callback, but we really did a callback, a callback that takes ten minutes to resolve. Like that seems that's colossally why, that's why stupid. It's, and, I, and it's there's two reasons here. There's two things. You're allowed to love it. I love it. I love it because it's so insane. It, it like really it it really puts the cherry on the top of the cake of what's the most ridiculous thing. What's, we could what's the cake? Hold there on, was hold no on. cake in this movie. I love it because it's insane, <laughs> and I love it because I'm comparing it to the rest of the movie. You see, mm. and the rest of the movie is so freaking bad. Yeah. But the no. rest of the movie's not cake. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think I, I don't, I don't see that as as any more of a high point than the rest of the movie. <laughs> it doesn't high. It doesn't elevate anything. I don't think. But it, it did make me roll my eyes. If that's a, that's good. <laughs> I actually <laughs> was a response. to be honest. I actually was kind of surprised we didn't see like three or four of the people from the first movie from the <laughs> I, first class. <laughs> I actually thought I saw the skipper. In one scene, uh, like, like Alan Hill Jr. Oh, yeah, there's like an older couple, and for a second, I was like, "Was that the skipper?" And I had to rewind it, and I'm like, See, "No, he wouldn't be." He no, wouldn't you're be really talking here. about Alan Hill Jr. The skipper? Is that really what you mean? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. For just a second, that would have made like, that would have actually given the movie another half star for oh, me. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> dude. Alan Hill Jr. Like hell yeah. Right, forget forget the speed connections. Make this a Gilligan's Island connection. And yeah, like, yeah. Tina Louise and, and yeah, uh, still a couple of love Johnson. boats. A couple yeah. love boat references in there too. Kevin be nice. Stubing, Julie McCoy, sure Isaac. Yeah, I'd, yeah be, Isaac. I'd be I'd be into that. What you're describing is a is a funnier you, take. I mean, you've already started the movie off with Tim Conway. Why you you know? Right. Why stop why there? Stop why, there? Why, that would be yeah. the real speed. Mm. It's like you can't stop us. We're yeah. doing this. By the way, the Tim Conway that, thing is interesting because he's not he's nothing to do with the first one, right? We do, this is a new thing. No. Okay. Oh yeah. No. So yeah, yeah. so him being in there, rest his soul, awesome guy, funny dude, uh, for Tim all the Tim reasons Conway. he should be, but. It is just a weird bit of stunt casting. It's like, hey, this guy's going to help her learn how to drive. He's a he's a, a driver's ed teacher guy thing yeah. at the DMV, and isn't that funny? Because she, after all and, that bus stuff, she still can't drive good. And oh, and, and so over the top with the can't drive, like yeah. doing things that even Spon- a SpongeBob level, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Even a twelve-year-old behind the wheel would have more awareness of what's going on around them, and. I know that again. It's all for slapstick, and I think that's what just pissed me off about it was that it was all for slapstick. <laughs> well, stop you, trying to make me laugh, well, movie. You, you don't like. I mean, you famously are, are not a fan. And slapstick could a, be done, but it's very rare. Well, right? only thing I've been yeah, worse exactly. is if there's uh, some slapstick that I like, but it has to be has to be really clever. Yeah, like so Mr. No, Bean slapstick. Great example of slapstick. I love because it's clever. It's mm-hmm. it's not just oh pie in the face. <laughs> yeah. It's you know it's oh the the broom <laughs> tipped over and flipped up the dustpan and knocked over the teapot which poured water on the dog which ran and knocked the pie in his face. Yeah, it's. Uh, I want a Rube. I want a Rube Goldberg. Device. Rube Goldberg. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I see. I could. I could. I so could why did they have uh, a guy who had his car smashed? Did y'all? What was going on with that dog with the convertible car? Did we just hate people oh. who had Sebrings in? It? Is that like a thing that we hated during the late nineties? People who drove the Sebrings. I think I think uh, Jan de Bont got an offer to have product placement for a Chrysler Sebring, and right. Uh, but this is a movie about the cruise boat. Hey, how do I get? <laughs> what his uh, accent sounds like? How am I going to work a car into this? Oh, I know. I'll have it crash into. Uh, uh, the town and have it smashed. Yeah. Uh, they waited I, a little too long to make the dog pop up the, too. The thing that yeah. I 
love to blame Jan DeBont for now, forever. I will always, like putting nipples on the bat suit, the thing I'm never going to forget that Jan DeBont did was take most of his cast and have them remove all their clothes except their yeah. underwear. Mm. I don't know why I think that is so stupid. It's so but stupid. But coming up with a reason to do that just makes me giggle. I will never forget it. Yeah. Well, why isn't she taking off her clothes? Why do I have to take off my clothes? I ain't got no underwear. That guy- oh, okay, whatever. All right. <laughs> that guy, that dude is in all sorts of things, isn't he? Yeah, he's in. Yeah. He's most most recognizable to me from uh, Friends where he uh, he's Joey's dance partner. Oh, I don't know him from that. My memory of that dude. Let's see. Where, let's find his name here. He's um, he played oh. in uh, Friends as the maintenance uh, guy for their building. And uh, what's his name? Joey. The actor. I mean? Um, hold on a second. Let me see his name. Can't find him. Uh, Mike Haggerty. Mike Haggerty. Mike Haggerty. Okay, Haggerty so talking about. here he is. Oh, he's just looking a lot older, and that's why I couldn't tell from the. If you'd asked me, if you'd asked me, just under my head. If you'd shown me this guy and said, what's he from? I would have said, cheers, mm. because I have no idea, obviously. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He Okay. So the stuff I'd know him from is like Wayne's World, probably. Oh, there's something feels, else where he's just feels in like your... there was something where he was just super prominent. Yes. You're you're I think you're thinking of what I'm thinking and I cannot place it. I yeah. just can't place it. It's like something uh, like uh, it's a movie. <laughs> if I, I I feel he, bad for uh, for it in 2010. Uh, he was on medium as large man, which is kind of funny because the show's medium, medium and he's large man. <laughs> really? That's, That's great. Oh, he was in overboard as Billy Pratt. That's right. I forgot about that. That as well. Oh, so he played. Re- okay. I found it. This is why it's so prominent it? to me. He's in a bunch of star Trek, by the way. So that's a thing, but, oh. uh, plenty of Klingon a couple of times, but he's, um, in on Seinfeld. He plays this character, Rudy in the, that raincoat episode. Uh, yeah. That is that is what I'm think, seeing in my head is him on Seinfeld. Oh, he'll okay. always be Mr. Trigger to me. Yeah, you know, he 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 will be, and he's still alive, still rocking it, uh, still still uh, sticking to that mustache. Yeah. I think you got you have to stick with the mustache. Yep, he was Point. yeah, yeah you're committed. Thing. He was recently on yeah. uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Did some stuff, uh, something called N Everest. <laughs> cool. I can't wait till we talk about him in Star Trek Connection because the picture of him as a Klingon. <laughs> As as Captain Large, <laughs> what? Captain guy. Large just can't cut a break. Oh my no. gosh, really? That's his name, Captain Large. Fantastic. Yes. Well, it might be Captain Larg. It is Clark, <laughs> but there's no e at the end. It's L A R L A R G, and I just want to, you know, yeah. want to hope that it's just Captain. Large. I want it to be Captain Large as well. Uh, uh, so here's a funny bit of trivia. 1997 <laughs> also featured a way better version of a movie like this, and it was called Air Force One. Uh, yeah. That movie had Gary Oldman in it, and apparently. This hacker dude was supposed to be Gary Oldman. He turned it down in favor of the Air Force One role, which I think oh, was the proper decision. Move. Yeah, that was a bit. I think, I think Defoe fits in with the character as written pretty well. I mean, if if they wrote this character the way William Defoe played it, I think he acted the hell out of that because uh, he's supposed to be a guy that like uh, is attaching, you know, swimming in a tub of leeches. To pull out this copper poisoning, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and that so, dude I mean, just I, ages like a fine wine. I love everything he does. So he like kind of red wine. He just no, <laughs> nice, nice reference. Was that actually UB forty? I've been meaning that, that was actually it UB40. was UB forty. Yeah. Oh, 100% my Ali Campbell. And, 
What were they saying? The newbie 40 was relegated to like a a cruise ship act. Like that's as good as it got for them. Oh yeah. And, and you get, uh, you get your UB 40 and you get uh, Lucy from twin peaks in the same scene Uh, who you might think at first is Victoria Jackson from Saturday night live. Yeah. But uh, get that airhead. uh, I can kind of see that for a second, but the UB 40 thing was awesome. I loved it. Cause I was like, get that's really UB 40. I couldn't believe it. And and oh my gosh, there was so much good music in this film. I mean, popular culture wise, mm-hmm. it was it, it's years later. There's music, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. 10 years <laughs> later. Okay, like I said, popular culture wise, yeah, uh, there was some great music. It was almost 10 years after the release of this film before they released a soundtrack. I Why? I read the trivia. What, oh, wait, really? wait a minute, was there some weird yeah. demand? Like, where's that st- st- uh, speed two soundtrack? And people were right. like, here you go. That's weird. Well, I mean, it took, we, uh, we never actually got a real Ferris Bueller soundtrack because of licensing Ah. issues, specifically with uh, twist and shout. Like you can find bootleg Ferris Bueller soundtracks, but, um, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. There was no, Mm -hmm. no official, uh, Ferris Bueller soundtrack, I think until maybe a couple of years ago. And I think they eliminated, they just left out twist and shout. So they didn't, so they were held up by the Beatles, not by yellow or whatever for the boom. Yeah. Yeah, Yellow is totally fine because they were, they were licensing. uh, Oh yeah. To pretty much (laughs) every movie that wanted (laughs) it. You want, you want this in your, you you want it. How about you? You want some, you want it in your movie. Here's another one. Dieter Meyer had no problem letting that thing go. Right. Oh my gosh! Look at you with the knowledge of who the head of the know. Talk about talk about your great mustaches and speaking of Dieter Meyer. Speaking of speaking of musicians and 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 people in there, how about the Navigator being the 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 lead singer from Bush? What you guys think about that? Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's not Gavin. That's not Gavin. What's his name? Rosdale. Perfect. Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh! Of course, it's Gavin Rosdale. No, you. Just making that up. All right, so I you had me for a finite second <laughs> because in my head I was thinking, boy, he was sure a bad act. He was a bad actor. I liked his accent, but you know he's not a great actor or anything. But there was a dude with an accent who I really like, which is a Django Fett actor. Oh, oh. Crap, what's his name? Uh, oh. to, uh, to, uh, Morrison. Tim, Tamura Morrison. Yes. Tamura, yeah, Tamura Morrison. It's also the um, Moana's dad on the Moana movie. Uh, he's great. That hmm. dude's great. Uh, he also played. Who was the other guy in Star Wars that was like a clone? Uh, the original version of the clone that then all the clone troopers became a clone of. Oh yeah, yeah. Captain, not Stubing. <laughs> Captain, Captain Stubing. No, it's not it. <laughs> I'm leaving it right there. Let's Here it is. Next Co- topic. Commander Cody. That's it. So he was Commander com- Cody. Right. Yeah. Okay. So anytime that guy talks, I go, Oh, I know that guy. Like there's just his 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 New Zealand accent. Yeah. Of course, is is prominent but also just something about his tone he was most recently in like aquaman that guy's a busy dude working mm. he's in the mandalorian he's playing boba fett this this next season uh oh spoiler yeah, really spoiler everybody spoiler how's, this, how's that gonna happen huh i think here's what i hope happens the mandalorian <clears throat> travels to the bottom of the sarlacc pit to find out how <laughs> things are going down oh there. it would be great if it's the lore of like he he's the guy who gets boba fett out of the sarlacc pit that would be pretty cool Although I mean, yeah. isn't there there's some com- wise, there's uh, some comic book reason, right? Like, isn't there some? Yeah, yeah there okay. was, uh, but I don't know if that was the dark horse because the dark horse stuff I thought got disavowed. Oh, the, the Marvel Marvel lore I thought maybe was kept. Oh, the uh, when you say Marvel, you mean Marvel uh, Star Wars? Oh, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. So this was back when they were when they did the purchase and they started talking about what novels were canon and stuff. They probably included right. a lot of. I this. think they disavowed all the the dark horse. 
uh, yeah, stuff. So if funny. that's the case, does that mean that when we see him, they're going to give us a new explanation for how he got out of the pit? Because they'd have to. Maybe. I guess. Maybe. Okay. I like that guy. Time-wise, where does that... Um, remind me again where Mandalorian takes place in the... After four, timeline? before five. Uh, or sorry, Between, after or right after Jedi. Or, between six and seven yes six sorry six and seven six and seven okay yeah so that would be yeah they they could use they could use the mandalorian as a way to explain boba fett's escape from the sarlacc pit i think i'd be okay with that oh yeah yeah they could could, imagine (laughs) if you use the mandalorian to explain uh episodes eight and nine imagine that (laughs) (laughs) get all of your explanations for those two films yeah Yeah, let the mandalorian be the great uh rosetta stone for all things star wars between these two directors okay so so we just blew way 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 past a really interesting subject okay and that is people taking their clothes off to stop gas from coming in the room yeah that is the fact that Willem Dafoe this <laughs> week, this week, Willem Dafoe, who has looked 64 years old his entire life, turned 65 <laughs> years old this week. Yeah. I can't believe he is only 65. In this movie, which was made 24 years ago, he looked 61. Yeah. Like, yeah. just yeah. weird. It's a How strange, he has a strange face. Uh, this is about two years before Spider-Man makes him Osborne. Uh Right. He's mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned, he's always like even I guess he would have been in his was he in his 20s during the uh, Oliver Stone Vietnam thing. What was that called? Platoon. Yeah, that was like his yeah. big first thing was Platoon. That That's was, the first thing I remember seeing. Him yeah, in. his right. big first breakout, I guess. But kind of um, funny if we're talking about birthdays today actually happens to be sandra bullock's 55th birthday <gasps> holy hell's bells what? so good thing we good thing we pushed uh, this out a day yeah well yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, let's let's return to what i just said okay Willem okay, okay, yeah. is <laughs> only <laughs> 10 years older than sandra bullock yeah yes so there's yeah, that is that is kind of funny so he's 10 years her senior i don't know how old jason oh jason patrick's her age so the 10 years yeah he's also but he's not doing anything that guy did not go, go on to do much else no um, i know it's funny <clears> when you look at his what's he known for um, Speed two. it's speed two and lost boys yeah surprisingly yeah, pretty much it. even um your friends and neighbors was a movie that he used his speed two money to finance i think it's a movie that he <laughs> yeah um that he produced yeah which is which, great because sandra bullock used this money she wasn't going to do speed two but she she did it so that she could uh do hope floats right yeah she got Johnny 10 Jr. point something million for that i don't remember i've never seen hope floats so i can tell you oh i that's that's a that's she did so, she was doing so many great rom-coms during that time mm-hmm. i love sandra bullock. i'm kind of a i do too i'm i'm sort of a sucker for uh miscongeniality in particular Right. I think that's a great, one, not two. One, no, two's terrible. But one is yeah, two's um, terrible. One is a great, fun kind of comedy drama action thing that's that's way underrated, or maybe it's just rated, but it's very good. Um, <laughs> now listen to this though. Uh, yeah. Ibit talked about this the other day, I think on TMS, but uh, we should bring it up here. So the movie was pretty much universally panned by everybody. If you go look at the the IMDb oh, yeah. <laughs> or the well any rating system Rotten Tomatoes anything all of the averages put it in like the four percent range it's very bad. Uh, <clears throat> however, famously Roger Ebert and Gene Siskel who was still around for a couple more years he died in ninety nine I found out mm-hmm. were okay. among the very fur- a few critics to give the movie a positive review. <clears throat> Before his death Ebert stated that this was the review he had to defend more than any other he had written. <laughs> 
and that it was one of the most often cited as an example of him him being a poor film critic. That is, it is a crazy thing to think that, like right up until it's, his death, he's sticking by it. Like no, it's Speed Two's great. You know, I, I still feel like Speed Two is fine. It's fine. I'm not going to say it's great. I'm I'm glad they wasted this on the Speed franchise and not put it into right. like a it's franchise that I cared more about. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. Also, uh, it, it's known as a box office bomb. Like it's yeah. still to this day, it makes lists of the biggest bombs of all time, mm-hmm. and uh, the studio claims that they lost around sixty million dollars overall on this film. Like mm. that's that's going to get a lot of people hard work for the foreseeable future you know like right uh, like even like willem dafoe you know he has a string of of bad castings like you know he's not getting he's not getting the best stuff until uh, spider-man comes along mm-hmm. uh like you just it, it it ruins careers when you make a movie like this it's yeah. not bad well if they yeah. hadn't let maurice make off with all those diamonds i mean yeah no problem in his case uh <clears throat> he's so i finally watched the lighthouse because i recommended it uh-huh. and oh, yeah. uh that's a weird thing. It's shot in one by one ratio. So it's a big square. It's black and white. It's meant to look like something that came out of the twenties almost, but mm-hmm. it's four actors in the entire thing or yeah. five or something. Yeah. If you count the bird, maybe it's five, you know, so <laughs> it is a very weird, weird thing, but he, he's amazing in it. Uh, yeah. Willem Dafoe is just incredible. And Pattinson, you know, that, that was one of the things that really turned me around on Pattinson and, um, uh, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to his Batman after seeing how well he did with uh, the lighthouse. Yeah. Watching him right. jerk it in that room was really good. <laughs> I can't, oh, wait. I can't wait to see Bruce Wayne uh, slip off to the, uh, the bat cave. <laughs> if you know what I mean? Yeah. Alfred, I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> runs off into some room. It's a, <laughs> it's a much. weird, the lighthouse is a weird film. Um, but, uh, but Defoe does this, this, um, North new England, Northern, you know, lighthouse accent for lack of a better way of saying it. Very piratey, but it's so good. Oh man, he's just like last time I checked on the thing, it was doing the thing I didn't want it to do. It's like that sort of thing, and it's just mesmerizing. He's really, he's really great. Okay, I got some scrutiny. Here's some scrutiny. Check this out. Scrutiny. Matthew McConaughey was one of the male stars considered uh, once Keanu Reeves bailed. Do we believe it? Yeah, you know what? I could believe this one. <laughs> all right. Had he all done right, any? Right. Yeah. What had he done as far as action? Right, because he had done Dazed and Confused. <clears throat> right, that was like six years um, earlier. Was the like John that. Grisham thing um, before, after this? Right. Well, let's see. Matthew. A time to kill. Matthew McConaughey. Hey, uh, hey, hey. I'm trying to. F- I can't <laughs> even. I can't even find him for some reason. Am I spelling McConaughey? Spell okay. it McConaughey. Okay, so here's here's our here's our only only notable movies for him up to this point when he would have been casted. Okay, right? Right. Dazed and confused. He was he had a small role in Angels in the Outfield. He was in Boys on the Side, that Texas Chainsaw one. Remember, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, the movie Glory Days as just a, a, another small role. <laughs> Rental truck guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is Scorpion Spring? Uh, a Time to Kill, nineteen ninety six. So this would have been oh, right after yeah. A Time to Kill. Oh, okay. So he that that means things are on the rise for him a bit. Uh, uh ninety seven was Contact and Amistad. So same year as Yeah, um, he was having a good year. Two. He picked the right he picked the right scripts. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the right horse to put your money on right there. But he was then he's in something in 1998 called Making Sandwiches <laughs> as a guy named Bud Hoagie. I just saw that. That's amazing. <laughs> Bud Hoagie making sandwiches. 
I kind of want to see it now. Oh, totally. man. What the hell is that? All right. Anyway. Uh, well, there's a lot of interesting little uh, side characters in this film that made it interesting to me. Like Drew, uh, the, the deaf girl uh, who mm-hmm. gets stuck in the elevator. I, I enjoyed... He's probably the only chemistry he had, Jason Patrick had, was with this girl, Drew, which is, you know, <laughs> and he keeps, you're, it, you you're know, not, keeps it right. You're not wrong about that, actually. Yeah, it is kind right. of funny that that was. And, a- uh, but she did, I didn't, uh, Christine Ferkins, she didn't do uh, many more acting gigs. Uh, matter of fact, she doesn't even have a IMDb photo. And also uh, Dante, who, uh, Royal Watkins, I think his name is, and and also nothing really, no IMDb photo and just, just a mm. few little entries. But I enjoyed both of those characters fairly well, and surprised that they didn't do at least. Well, the de- the deaf girl, I have some notes about her. Uh, says right. here because I thought she was pretty great. Um, and she, yeah, and she is actually deaf. She's actually deaf. Did um, some uh, other things. So here it is. Feature film debut and last film of child actress Christine Ferkins. Just like her character Drew, she is deaf in real life. After a guest role on The X-Files in 93, she eventually retired from acting to become an English sign language instructor and tutor. And you know what I say? Good on her. Get out of Hollywood. Absolutely. I I never criticize anyone for leaving Hollywood, but I do do like go, oh, I wish I could have seen them in more things. I wish I could have seen them Mm -hmm. stretch a little bit because I thought what she was doing was, was, you know, pretty decent acting yeah yeah she actually does a really good job with a role that um the rest of her quote-unquote family is super tropey right the the overbearing dad the mom who's afraid to do something to say to speak up on her Mm -hmm. behalf so kind of takes his side um but Mm -hmm. glares at him it's just so two-dimensional and she actually does do really well with it I wonder if she did her own stunts too. The the sideways walk up the <laughs> elevator walls. That was great. I kept trying to figure out. I'm like, I'm like, are she is she actually laying down because she doesn't like she's really straining that much. And if you've ever tried to wall walk like that and walk up, that takes yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If, I'm thinking about elevators I've been in recently. I don't know if I could reach both both sides of the elevator stretched out. Right, I certainly right. don't think a 13 14 year old girl i guess she'd be 14 next month or 15 next right, month. Right. yeah right remember this is a small sized cruise ship oh elevators- that's true cruise ships are sm- yeah yeah, yeah this is true. more like a dumb waiter size thing or whatever but it's like elevator- the elevator in the cosmopolitan that gets you uh the glass elevator gets you to the second floor by the restaurants oh yeah yeah, yeah. but but the <laughs> elevator on even a small cruise ship do not take 30 minutes to take you up yeah. five floors yeah. that <laughs> that's a good point this isn't the enterprise yeah Come you're, on. Yeah. You see her enter an elevator, and then half an hour later, the power gets cut to the elevators, mm-hmm. and she's stuck. I'm like, mm-hmm. what was she doing? I guess uh, maybe, she, maybe she was uh, deaf and, and like facing the wrong way and never saw the doors opening. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> well, if she had a cell phone, I would say she was busy doing that, but this is 1997. Mm-hmm. Seven. Yeah, cell phone, yes. Smartphone, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cell phones were also... I don't know. 96 is, I think I got my first phone in 96 or 97 and it was, mm-hmm. they were finally starting to be reasonably sized, like candy bar sized, you know, like I think I got a, a, a Nokia that year or something. And, and right. it was about the size of what a, a, a what Snickers. a weird comparison <laughs> candy bar size. See, I don't know. That they, they, you hear that all the bar. time. You hear that all the time though. Candy bar phones. That used to be a thing people would say. Uh-huh. Really? Like, oh, I have never heard that. I must live somewhere else in the country that doesn't say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, 
when you say candy bar sized, I imagined something that was between the Very size slim. of one of my fingers all the way up to that one pound Hershey's bar that used to come. Right. Like, yeah, don't think fun size though. <laughs> no, never think fun size. Don't do that. Never think fun size. Yeah, here it is. Form factor mobile phones. If you do, do there's a, a big thing on Wikipedia about it. Oh, but. I believe you. You don't have to bring up Google into this. I'm just saying. <laughs> I've never heard this before. Yeah, they got. So it's one of these. You've got bar or candy bar. Uh, you've got keyboard bar. You have brick. I would say that the size of a pop tart. Brian, Brian, you tried to stop Scott, and that just encouraged. (laughs) No, this is interesting because check this out. So this is what they have. They have candy bar, keyboard, bar, brick, which is like the old 80s, you know, monster phones, Mm -hmm. Uh, slate, which is a little more like a tablet-y, you know, like a, I don't know, they consider, they consider like iPhones and Android phones, slate phones still, and then a phablet, which is a big fat ass phone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, multi-screen phone. All these or form factors are incorrect. My favorite is Taco, and there's only one example, and it's the N-Gage from 03, but Taco phone, that's, that's pretty good. And then wearable phones, which is more like a watch. And then flip phones, of course. Anyway. Oh, and they had sliders. Remember sliders where you had shlink? Oh, no, I like the sliders. Oh, yeah. Now, that actually yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, foldable screens, that's it's a new the size category. size of a cheeseburger slider. Pop-up camera, and now they're swivel phones, or they're worse than swivel phones. Those pop-up cameras are going to break off the first. Like, that's... Uh, can't wait to hear about, oh, my pop-up camera broke off because I forgot to push it back in when I shoved it in my 100% guaranteed. 100% yeah. agree with you. There's no way that's going to go well. All right, check this out. Susan Barnes played Constance in the film. She's one of the freak-out uh, passengers oh, that was yeah. always trying to get out of things. In the first Speed film, same actress played the frozen and fear female executive that was the last one out of the elevator early in the movie. Huh. In this movie, her character is seen calmly sitting down smoking while being trapped among others in the life-threatening situation. Oh, yeah. Says this I may allude, why they kept says this, this, this may allude to her character's survival in the first film. This is one of only four people who appear in both films. There is no confirmation, though, that they're supposed to be the same character. So, so it could, yeah, just same actress, maybe not the same character. Yeah, hmm. that cracked me up, though, because having yeah. her be all freaked <laughs> out in the first one, and then now she's chill because she's been through it. Right. Yeah, it's like right. kind of a funny idea if that's what they meant to do. Okay, I got a two-part scrutiny. Scrutiny. Wow. Keanu, Keanu Reeves passed on the role to star in the horror film uh, The Devil's Advocate, 1997, which uh, he has he has said is true, which was filmed at the same time as the Speed 2 sequel, or the Speed, Speed 2, and subsequently toured with his band Dogstar. Reeves said that Fox was furious. Furious Fox. <laughs> Uh, with his decision, like the whole, case of, like the the, whole company, the furious Mr. Fox. Yeah, the, well, I assume he means you know whoever he has to deal with there. He says they were furious right. with his decision, and then he they released what he calls propaganda against him, falsely claiming that he turned down the role just to tour with his band. Keanu Reeves turned down the. Okay, so that's so that's claim number one. Keanu Reeves saying, "I I didn't turn this down for the band. The band was part of what I did later, but Devil's Advocate was the reason I turned it down." The studio right. said, no, you just tore to ban, you a-hole, right? <laughs> then, right after this trivia, this is why it's two-part. There's a line that's a separate line that says, Keanu Reeves turned down his reprising role of Jack Tavern in this movie to tour with his band Dogstar. Nice. <laughs> I, like to, I like to think <laughs> that Fox yeah. wrote two consecutive trivia lines <laughs> arguing with each other on IMDb. I love that. I just love that. that it's an executive at, at Fox 
updated that real quick. Yeah, I got one more. Scrutiny. John Bon Jovi, oh. Patrick Muldoon, and Christian Slater were all considered for the lead role. I don't know if they God, Muldoon. I would love Christian Slater speed too. I would love that. Hey. Patrick Muldoon uh, sleeping with the enemy. Was that his big thing? Let's Is that the game, the game? Yeah. I'm going to look him up because I cannot remember right? this dude. Patrick Muldoon. Right. Here he is. Oops, oh. I just typed Patrick Muldoon. He's got a <laughs> he has a weird head. He's a strange head, this guy. Um look at that. Wow, look at that that jaw. Oh, he's the guy um who hooks up with uh what's her face in Starship Troopers? The other man that isn't uh Oh, oh the one that okay. isn't Cisco yeah. Von Potato Head, yeah. whatever his name is. <laughs> right. The 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 dreamy pilot dude. Yeah, yeah. that's I am thinking of somebody else. Oh, this guy's busy. He's in all sorts too. of stuff I haven't heard of. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean he's busy, or does that just mean he has an IMDb account? He can edit this, whatever, type in whatever he wants on here. He's got stuff in completion, production, pre-production, post-production. Then he's got a whole bunch of stuff in last year, like uh, Bernie the Dolphin 2, The Adventures of Santa. I wonder how hard they vet this uh, in Mm pre-production stuff. I mean, because you can pretty much just make up anything and... Right? Can you? I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I think you. Totally. I think you have. I mean, to... in pre-production, I mean, I mean, what kind of uh, what kind of qualifications do you need? I mean, because yeah, pre-production I mean, they could be just any looked, level. They easily just looked at what was popular in 1997 because Starship Troopers. He had only done Melrose Place prior to um, 1997. I mean, he he was on a couple episodes of Who's the Boss and Saved by the <gasps> Bell and Silk what? Stockings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Silk stockings. Oh, oh my maybe, god. Yeah. yeah, I know exactly. Oh my gosh, it was um, in a movie. Man. It was in a movie in nineteen or sorry, twenty fourteen TV movie called Fatal Acquittal. Oh, geez. Fatal that's a, Acquittal. That's amazing. I love yeah. Fatal Acquittal. Uh, what a stupid which, name. Which do we want to take any guesses on which channel that which network that was made for? Oh god, I'm going to guess uh, TBS. Oh. TBS. That's a good gotta guess because he's been. He, it's like he'd already been all over that place anyway. USA. TBS, <laughs> oh no, stuff. I take that back. USA. Totally all right. USA. All right, let me check because USA. You know they got Mr. Robot these days, but back in yeah. 2014, let's back see. in the day they had Silk Stockings. And is, is that where that was? That where was Silk Stockings? How do you find the FX? Usually, is like it be might be the studio. Um, when you look at the T- at the uh, IMDb page, it'll say, "Oh, I see details, release date, company credits." Here we go. Also starring <laughs> Denise Richards, his love interest from uh, ah, Starship, Starship Troopers. Troopers. All right, Brian yeah. Ibbett with the points. It is the USA Network. Well, <laughs> nice. It was distributed by. Well, um, gotta give that to Dunaway because I had TBS originally and I switched <laughs> it over to it, USA. It was also yeah. on the Lifetime Network, but produced by the USA Network, which I think is. Oh a, wow, that sounds that sounds even more right. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Mara yeah. Vista Entertainment also had something to do with it. Anyway. Fatal acquittal. <laughs> it's so stupid sounding. Anyway, why are we talking about that guy? That guy sucks. He didn't make it to this movie. He didn't get in there. But John Bon Jovi, no, come I, on. No John Bon Jovi, come on. No, I don't think I think that that's a made up uh people considered for Now, me. he would make a he'd make a good character. He'd make a Geiger though. He would have made a He good, could have been a good Geiger, Geiger maybe. But here's what would have to happen. Yeah. If you got Bon John Bon John Bovi, John, John Bon, bon Jovi, John Bon Jovi as your main character in Speed 2. <laughs> Exactly at the halfway point of the movie, he has to pop his head out somewhere on that ship and go, we're halfway there. (laughs) That's a requirement. I think you have to do it. Yeah, that's who you are. But then you have to replace all the reggae music with, uh, you know, popular mid 90s songs, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, check this out. Jason Patrick's younger half brother, Joshua John Miller previously appeared as the younger brother of Keanu Reeves in River's Edge from 1986, oh. 11 years prior to this. 
Coincidentally, that film also featured Dennis Hopper, the villain from Speed One. <laughs> wow. 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 It all, <laughs> it all comes uh, around. River's Edge connection. <laughs> but not super fast. Yeah. River's, River's Edge, Edge connection. needs to be a uh, film sack movie at some point. Oh, hell yeah. I remember thinking it was pretty cool at the time, but I am sure yeah. I'm wrong now. I the all I can remember about it was uh um Marty McFly's dad, uh Crispin Glover. Yep. Uh, and yeah. they're finding a dead body like like they did in Stand By Me. Yep. Kinda. Mm. And then that the yeah. Dennis Hopper was this weird drug dealie guy or something. Okay. I don't know what his deal and was. And then he also had a role in the movie. And he, yeah, he was also <laughs> in the film. Also appears in the film. <laughs> all right, I now a, I, yeah, a go moment ahead. of casting. Mm. I would love for the lead in this movie to have gone to Will Smith. He was 29. He had made bad boys already. He would have been perfect for this. Mm. And uh, like, like just the more I think about it, the more I like, just imagine him head to head with Willem Dafoe mm. and his, you know, uh, like imagine Will Smith being under the boat in the water in front of the props and so on. Like just, so much better. Most ridiculous scene in the film. And there was a lot to compete with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was there was mm-hmm. plenty to compete with. But, yeah. You know what? I could I could have gone for Will Smith in this. Sure. I, yeah, it would totally change the dynamic of the of the character because Will Smith's not really a uh, he's not ne- he's not nearly passive enough. Well, he's not serious uh, at, at that time, especially. Right. You have to rewrite the whole thing. Mm. Brought a sense of humor to that character, which it desperately needed. Oh, yeah, well, Sandra none. Bullock was our sense of humor here, and uh, she was basically doing almost Keanu's role. She was acting very Keanu-ish. I well, kept wondering, in like, parts is of it, it, but she was, yeah, she was supposed to be the funny one, and I don't know, these jokes were, yeah, bad. it wasn't funny. Mm-hmm. Wasn't well. Funny. I, well, I'll tell you who I was disappointed it was just to see. Sad. <laughs> it, it was sad. You know what? I wish I had seen more of, and that's uh, Joe Morton is our early on mustached uh, police chief. I guess he was he was yeah. at the roadblock. Oh yeah, right, joy. right. He was busy. He was busy inventing Skynet, and they just couldn't have him. Yeah. In the <laughs> I was going to yeah. say he's our Terminator connection because he's mm-hmm. the one that was all shaky and dying with the hand and the grenade in his hand while he blew the right. arm up. Yep, he's cool. I like oh, that actor. He's he great. Cool, and his he can rock a mustache like very he few looked, people. Yeah, he looked amazing. Yeah, I like that dude. And it's a bummer he wasn't in the rest of the movie, but that's fine. Uh, here, I got a new thing for this, and then we're going to talk about it. Uh, gross all right that's our new <laughs> i know i think i know what was gross for scott this week we're not gonna, going uh, well yeah and i just uh, but my point is i don't ever want to hear john goodman barf in a toilet again so that's why I'm oh, using good. That now. oh okay yeah, yeah. I really appreciate that. yeah I, I figured some would appreciate it as well anyway so what do you guys think grossed <laughs> like me out because to me it was an obvious one and it stuck with me the yeah rest quite of me. quite obvious i saw it immediately wrote it down i said no way should william defoe be like deep throating that flashlight <laughs> There's... No, that's not it, but I love that you that's picked not that it? one out. No. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but that's hilarious. That's really I mean, funny. It, the fact that they probably used real leeches. Right? Yeah. yeah. yeah that, they looked real. I don't know. They, they looked, looked real, real. That, but that, that's not what grossed you up? No, that didn't bother me. Um, Interesting. I've had a leech before, and it just it doesn't really it, hurt. Well, it just, had a leech before? I've oh, had yeah. a leech on have, me before, I should wait, say. Wait, wait. Oh, okay. I want to give Randy a chance before I hop in I with have, my second. I have leeches on them before, yes or no? I've had leeches. I've never had leeches on me. I had a tick once. <laughs> a tick <laughs> once. Well, I don't want to speak. I, right. 
Yeah, I you know I like went camping a lot, so yeah, like you get out in a river and you get leeches on you, yeah. and they're not that bad. Not. But they were portrayed in this movie as dastardly. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah, every time you saw them, you're just like, what are these leeches doing in this movie? <laughs> Only a crazy person would carry around a jaw of leeches. Well, no, two jaws of leeches. Not even that. Right. It was like, here's this this tub in the middle of a freaking cruise ship that's just full of leeches all day. That's a weird visual. Right. So yeah, do you have to shake them up too? Like when you yeah, pull them out of your bag. <laughs> absolutely. You have to Otherwise, wake them up. You gotta, you gotta activate them. I mean, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> you're not just gonna, they're, they're just not gonna suck on you. Yeah. They're just dormant in the bag you've been dragging around. Yeah, and then as soon yeah. as you take them out of the bag, I gotta shake them up. Is copper poisoning, is that like a permanent condition? How does that work? I don't know what actually what happened. I, I, that was like the weirdest thing was that copper poisoning i'm like what what is what has he been doing that would give him copper poisoning and what well, Never he mind. works with computers know. and there's a lot of copper wiring in them uh, i don't put know. a lot of pennies in your mouth as a kid <sighs> yeah well if if he was holding the if he was if maybe the problem copper is flashlights flat copper flashlights if you get those stupid things out of his mouth maybe he would uh <laughs> oh, any look. tech guy worth oh, i've any, got uh, <laughs> lead poisoning. Yeah. Any any tech guy engineer from the middle nineties is absolutely going to have a headlight. He is not going to be walking around with a flashlight. He's going to have one of those strap on headlight things. No like, way. Here's the oh, like a miner's, like a miner's. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like uh, everybody I know who goes running has headlamps because sometimes mm-hmm. yeah, something Yeah. Uh, there's a whole, so I found a definition. Copper toxicity is a type of metal poisoning caused by an excessive copper in the body. Makes sense. It's called copper, wow. copper, copper edius, uh, can occur from eating acidic foods cooked in uncoated copper oh. cookware, uh, oh. or from exposure to excess copper in drinking water and other environmental sources. So there you go. And one of the so telltale signs wait, is one you of get the a, two things he yeah. so he was blaming the wrong person basically maybe like. but one of the signs yeah. is your eyes your corneas get a big orange ring in them for real oh. I don't mean oh, like, really? I don't mean like a copper ring but like an, the the appearance of a orange. like an orange yeah oh. and it means your body's an not orange. properly metabolizing the I, copper and stuff by, so. by the way this is way out there now but does anybody else have a lucky iron fish that they put in their like. No cook food they're what the, cooking. What the hell a is that? A lucky iron fish. Never heard of that. Yeah. What is that? Learn all kinds it's, of new things today. It's, okay, so it's a it's it's a it's an iron slug that you keep near your stove. Okay, and it's shaped like a fish usually. And uh, you just like you're making uh, you know spaghetti sauce. You some marinara. You throw the iron fish in the pan, and the, you get a little extra iron in your food. Oh. And it's like good for you. Really? That's crazy. Yeah, I've had I've had this for like Questionable. A, a decade and uh, <laughs> it's it's like it, you just reminded me of it because it's just like it's just a, like a thing that people don't know about. Oh, this is interesting. So people with iron deficiencies uh the the ingots are placed in a pot of boiling water uh to let's see to leach elemental iron into the water and food when developed in 2008. So this is a relatively new thing. Canadian health workers in Cambodia, and in 2012, the company blah blah blah. Let's see, uh, they they form they they uh, formed to develop the iron fish on a larger scale, promoted among rural areas, distributed among non-governmental organization partners. Anyway, I guess the idea is if you've got anemia or you know areas that suffer from just like iron deficiency, just putting this in your pot is enough to right. 
I, I prefer the Iron Fist, where I have a guy with an Iron Fist just punch me <laughs> in the a, face. You have a, yeah. a white guy doing martial Yeah, a white guy just, yeah, he <laughs> hangs out with Power Normally Man sometimes. rich guy. Yeah. yeah. Right. Normally well, this rich. Is apparently wearing bare, barefoot Oh, yeah, look at the little Canadian, uh, the maple leaf on that thing. Yeah, <laughs> a very Canadian thing, obviously, but um, yeah, weird. I never, never heard of ever heard about this. Yeah. No, me either. Well, so candy bar size uh, uh, and, and now this. Don't you remember yeah, when The Undertaker the beat The Iron Fish that one year in WWF? <laughs> that was awesome. Ah, it was amazing. And nobody had any iron deficiency that day. I'm, I'm pretty sure Scott was grossed out by something. I don't know if it was an iron fish or not. Oh, yeah, was... we haven't got to it yet. So any other I guesses? Love, I love when I see uh, Tomito Yakahara win The Iron Fish. Oh, oh every yeah. time, right? Oh, The Iron Fish, is, it's hard. It's it's a rugged, mm. rugged Who's competition. On? Yes, go ahead. <laughs> Okay, so Scott was grossed out. Secret attendant gradient. <laughs> yeah, any ideas? Oh, yeah, we still haven't figured out Scott, what he's grossed out by. Yeah. Scott was grossed oh, out. Oh, no. I know what it is. If it, Maybe, maybe I think. I well, you, was it what? close up on somebody eating or something? Nope. No, it had to be the puke picture right puke I mean, bucket that was it. oh yeah puke bucket the puke on the was side of the bed yeah, yeah. with a little, little oversplash and a little gunk on the side and all i was thinking is dude yeah, i dried. do not see, need to see jason patrick's freaking barf bucket please yeah there was a, like there those was, mike those maggots michael let's think about it there was an associate producer who spent a lot of time getting that just right getting the trail like they had to keep <laughs> they had to keep slinging their fake barf at it to yeah. get it look, looking right more, yeah. more chunks please put yeah. more chunks <laughs> more <in there>. chunks <laughs> Yon Devant asking for more chunks. That's Yon Devant. Oh, put more chunks Please in there. Please put more chunks in there. This is not accurate. This, this, fil- <laughs> this film is a nightmare. More chunks. Oh, my God. You're suddenly, you suddenly have Will Ferrell from Eurovision. <laughs> oh, I haven't Jean seen that. Devant. How is that? Is okay. that funny or dumb? Is that worth it's saying? It's real funny. Okay. It's, it's real, real funny. All it's right. It's the second funniest film of the, of the year so far for me uh, after Palm Springs. Oh, I was going to ask you guys, what do you think of this movie? There's a thing that some movies do that irritates me to no end. This movie and the Lord of the Rings, original Lord of the Rings trilogy, have in common. Any idea what I'm talking about? Uh, an attempt an attempt at an incredible sweeping score for no reason in this movie. No, that's that actually I like. The score <laughs> yeah, is fine. Yeah, I would, would definitely not complain about that. It's what um, it is. It's a technique of slow motion photography that I cannot oh, I hate. stand. Yeah. And it it's, was. It's like a limited frame slow motion. It's oh, like, right, it. right. Where it's almost like slideshowy kind of stuff. Where did they use yeah. it in this? They used it when he was doing the. Oh, the oh, well, actually, a whole bunch of places. But when he so was down places. doing the propeller business, and the propeller thing mm. flew and hit Django in the arm. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. 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 Well, I, had, I had coffee in my mouth. I it was like oh, dark crystal. Yeah. What, <laughs> one puke bucket question though. Anybody been on a cruise? Yeah, I, yes. I no, I have not been on a cruise. I assume I'd get I would get a little woozy, but I don't know anyone. I've been on a cars. total of three cruises. Yeah. Did you barf in any of them? I did not barf in any of them. Okay. <laughs> did you barf in the cruise? <laughs> I didn't barf on the cruise. I didn't barf in the cruise. Nowhere, near the cruise. nowhere near on the Tom cruise. cruise. Yeah, on Tom Cruise, yeah. near Tom Cruise. But I, but I, I could see people doing it, and a lot of people had those, um, those patches. Uh, what's the what's oh, the yeah, thing you're yeah, supposed yeah. to take? Dramamine. It's a, it's a huge take, downer. Dramamine. Dramamine. Yeah. Yeah. Dramamine. Put you to sleep. And they'd have the patches behind the behind their ear, like yeah, Dramamine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You want to get that? You want to get that drug right to your brain? Right. Just put it behind your ear. It gets yeah. right to the brain. My sister is famous for a loving cruises and going all the time, and b getting horribly motion sick when she does so she, oh no so really? she has to wear the she does the patch she takes a oral version she does a um 
something else she used to do with something, but it was also Dramamine based. So she's pooped and tired the whole time because it's such a downer of a of a drug, but it also made it so she wasn't yakking all the time. And yet she still loves cruises. I can't figure it out. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, I, I get seasick and I just don't like it. Like I, I like I have no interest in going on a cruise when I go on like a, a charter boat just to, you know, away from the shore, I get seasick. Just it's not worth the time, you know, to me or money to me. Uh, I don't I'm a I'm a similar feeling. I don't think I would get motion sick because I don't really get motion sick. But um, I just I don't want to touch it. Everybody always gets the shits on those things. You always get the news. Oh, Legionnaire's like, disease. Yeah. Or something. yeah I 800 I people really got diarrhea them when I went on them. Yeah. But I don't, right. but I, looking back, I never, like one of them was an, uh, a wedding present. One of them was, um, I mean, all three of them have been gifts. I have not paid for any cruise I've gone on. And I, looking back, I <laughs> this, would not. Does everybody just look at you and go, it looks like they're cruise type. Mm-hmm. I you know, think we yeah, should they send him on a cruise. Say, exactly. How can we get Brian <laughs> far away for a week? Yeah, right. what it is. <laughs> but they're just diarrhea but, uh, factories because everyone's well, there, sick there, on there's a lot of there. There's a lot of focus on eating and drinking, uh, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of motion going on, and there's a lot of recirculated air. So yeah, yeah now they're a, now they're a, COVID they're, they're COVID dens now. I definitely don't yeah. want to go on one. Now. Yeah, definitely. Now I could see going. I would totally go on a um, a themed cruise for example um friends of friends of ours friends of the show um that are actually going to be bringing us to uh dallas for the pinball uh hall of fame next year went on right as covid was hitting they they had tickets for this rock and roll 80s cruise and they were hanging out with like a whole bunch of different 80s musicians and stuff like that and this was all as um as covid was just kicking in so they had signs all over the place i need to find the uh, the photos they sent but these these really quickly hastily made signs talking about wash your hands um sent use sanitization stations this was before masks mm-hmm. were mm-hmm. you know you were told to do masks all the all the time yeah, no yeah. hugging um remote fist bumping is recommended because it's an 80s thing to do or something like that mm. and uh do not touch members of winger it would be a sign <laughs> right exactly yeah yeah. Exactly. But I would, you know, I would go to a Joko cruise or I would go to a, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess it would have to be, there was a it hot, depends on the theme, but there was a hot minute that there was going to be a nerdtacular cruise, but we kiboshed it because it was so f- ridiculous. The kind of weird contract you'd have to sign. It was, oh, it was and weird. so expensive too. Yeah. And, yeah. It was expensive. It would limit who could go and all mm-hmm. that. So we didn't do it, it but it, yeah. it now, like I, I always wonder who was chasing who were cruise ships adding, pools and slides and crazy experiences on the boat to catch up with hotels in Las Vegas or was it the other way around Mm. or were they just doing it simultaneously? I think they were just doing it simultaneously because like I think about when I think about going on a cruise, I think that I, that competes for my time and money with going to the Mandalay Bay and floating around. And that feels like a lot safer and easier, Mm -hmm, you know? mm Mm-hmm. But you got, you know, you're outside more, you're, I know, I know there's pools on, you know, the deck and stuff, but. But man, I would, so if I could go on a Disney cruise for half a day and not even sleep on the boat, I just want to go on that damn water slide that goes over the side of the boat where you look down and you're above the, uh, above the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Like day trips. I wonder if they end up getting into some of that just as a way to make up for. Yeah. yeah, So what they need to do is they need to dock the boat at uh you know like at long beach and then you come out 
and you spend the, you know, you spend a day or two or three or however, right. you like, you go to it like a theme park, right. Mm, That's yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like you don't, you don't actually cruise for, for several days, but you go and you have access, full access to the casino, the water slides, the, the, you know, maybe you go for the buffet or something like that. Although that probably also doesn't happen these days. Not as much. I mean, you have to, um, you have to, I think you have to be undocked, unmoored in order to legally run yes, the casinos. The and casino. all that. You have to be yeah. an un, un, what's what uh, unclaimed waters, not unclaimed. I forget the, what? what that is. So you'd have to go out a ways yeah. before international waters. International, international waters. waters. Yeah. Thank you. So, okay. International international this, water. <laughs> this reminds me of uh, <laughs> my favorite anachronistic thing in these movies. Anytime a movie takes place on a boat is the interiors are gigantic mm. in the movie. Yeah. And, and this was also, this was true of every sleeping quarters that we saw in this movie. It was just so weird. Oh like, yeah. Willem Dafoe is in a super sweet, uh, our main characters are in the presidential suite and even, even like in realistic boats, they're not that big. No, like mm-hmm. the biggest. No. And they, thing. they certainly don't come with a, a liquor cabinet cause that would cut right into their profits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That seems weird. Right. Unless they, yeah. unless you fill unless those up mini bar kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. They had those. And when I was in Mexico in uh, this place we were in this all inclusive, they had tons of liquor in the rooms. But if, and I didn't drink, so they just sat there. But uh, if you drank through them, they'd refill them. But I guess that stuff got added to your tab, unlike all the rest of the alcohol in the place. Mm-hmm. It was weird. It was a weird yeah. little side side gig they were doing uh, in the rooms. I guess it's Yeah, like there either. was a thing on one of the cruises that we went on. There was one thing where like we could have paid for unlimited alcohol. You pay this, this upfront fee. And it basically, you just show your car at any bar and you get drinks, but it is, it was ridiculously expensive. We didn't do it. We had one for soft drinks. Mm. So we would go, we basically had a, had a refillable uh, Coca-Cola cup and we would just go up to the, any, any bar and get it refilled. There you go. It was like, yeah, that's how you do it. Okay. I got to do it because those things get expensive. I got a question. I'm really surprised this didn't end up in somebody's intro, especially like Dunaways. It seemed like perfect bait for you, but, Mm -hmm. uh, did Jason Patrick pick up a couple of balls off a desk and then like guess someone's name because he was holding it to his head? <laughs> yeah, he picked those balls up and was like, oh, golf balls. Geiger. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or, what the heck? Like the original uh, fidget spinner, like back in the yes. night. Yes. yes. Yeah, but, what, but, but why was that helping him know the how? name? Like, I don't know, well, but how much no, of he was a... thinking about the golf balls? He was thinking... Yeah. It, it was a long balls. reach. It was like, how balls. would you get a bomb onto the boat? I can't think of it. Oh, wait, small and rolling around golf balls. Yeah. And oh. I was like, well, okay. There was a big leap there from something small you could get on the ship to golf balls. And uh, so, the problem with the way Geiger did it is that those things would go through an x-ray. It doesn't matter what they look like on the outside. Nobody's looking yeah, at the golf yeah. balls and going, oh, golf balls. Yeah. They're looking, They're seeing them go through the uh, x-ray machine and seeing all these mechanic things and yeah. things inside the golf balls that shouldn't be inside these golf balls. golf right. balls have eyes. And then he remembered being in the hall when Geiger says, any word <laughs> right. on my golf bags? And he's like, oh, they'll be there, right. sir. And, uh, Such a huge leap. Yeah. Like, so, uh, yeah, so he's, he's Sherlock Holmes suddenly. Yeah. And, and when he starts out the movie, he's a motorcycle cop. Come on. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Also, he's they, not a motorcycle cop. He stole that motorcycle. That was not a cop <laughs> motorcycle. That's true. I've seen chips. Yeah. Uh, Captain yeah. Pollard apparently was going through a very stressful time. He was sipping his little 
tiny coffee cappuccino <laughs> so, uh, yeah. and had his yeah had his uh, right had his little stress balls up there on the uh on the deck there so i don't know what was his what was his deal captain he, he, uh, he just, Bo, uh Bo, played by bo svensson he is a yeah. uh gothenburg vostra gothenburg blah sweden somewhere from sweden mm. and uh is in tons of things he's in inglorious bastards oh, yeah. kill bill uh he's in um let's see the great Scott's enjoying a tiny cappuccino. He is very busy working on all sorts of stuff. And I don't know. He, I'd never seen him before and I feel like I've never seen him since, but he is in tons of things I've seen. I know, but I never realized how intimidating William Defoe was until he tossed uh, Captain Pollard over the side. And I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. Smashingly did that. uh, that lamp that uh yeah i feel like yeah. captain pollard could have gotten out of the way i don't know by the yet. way you're a computer nerd and you're strong enough to throw a man yeah, over right. a yeah, really yeah, yeah well you know copper well, you're, william, you're willing to foe man you that mm-hmm. he, there's no doubt that he's like uh doing those weird cape fear kind of exercises <laughs> that de niro was <laughs> yeah. doing the, he has copper poisoning one under car pull up <laughs> No, Copper's giving him. It's giving him. It's giving him power. It's giving him power. He can do things he couldn't normally do without the. Oh, the oh yeah, is yeah. making him into the Green Goblin. Yeah, it'll okay. eventually Uh-oh. kill him. Oh yeah, super serum. Sure. It'll kill him eventually, but right now it's making him stronger. But kill no, that dude, him, kill him, Defoe. Kill him, Defoe. And you, uh, he's so ripped though, like, not in a like yeah. a good looking sort of the Rock kind of way. No. It's like this wiry, cable-y <laughs> kind of way. Yeah, he kind of yes. has a. He kind of has a like like disease survivor body (laughs) had some sort of he he just got out of the hospital for 17 weeks right he's He's a national treasure i freaking an old school looking ripped kind of thing it's not the the current like what we judges are right that's a that's a gold's gym body that's a i'm uh, sorry i'm sorry no it's not it's but it also (laughs) it also is very it's very much dallas buyers club yeah. And I, I didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't need. To <laughs> no, whenever he takes his shirt off in any film, it's always a bit of a moment where I just go, "Oh, geez, what are we doing? What are we looking at here? What is this? What is William Defoe's body?" And he gets around in it, so it's fine. Yeah, he it gets work. around it. So I got it's good, it. it's good transportation. I have another. I have another science question. Here's a science question: When you are underwater, and the person you're trying to save is also underwater, and they're going to drown if you don't get to them, so you know. Uh, Sandra Bullock in the water. He's down there. Jason Patrick's trying to save her. Blowing air into from his lungs to her lungs. Yeah, isn't that carbon monoxide or dioxide well, or whatever the no, hell it is? No, no, you don't. We're you not, don't use up all the oxygen efficient. in a breath. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we're not 100 efficient. But however, he was. He he had been holding that breath for a while, so he probably used up a good bit of it. Okay, uh, by the time he reached her. Okay, but yeah. So that yeah. can work then. Is that a possible? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That, can, that totally yes. can work. Yeah. If you, yeah. if you are, especially if you work at it, right? Like, take a big breath out of your uh, uh, regulator, immediately exhale it in the other person's mouth. Yeah, That's and, more they, and and you've practiced this with them, right? It's the thing you like. You, there's no way that this ditz is gonna know right. how to accept right. a breath why are you kissing me <laughs> this is no time for this. Me? i'm dying this is no time for kiss yeah also i just wanted to put out there for the record i would totally buy one of those weird boats with two jet skis that move it around that's badass yeah oh, that, was that was pretty cool, cool. yeah that was pretty cool. i assume that's a thing and i've never seen it before but this <laughs> no, I, special made for this movie scott well i mean it did feel like it in a way because I'm, I'm the whole time i'm thinking i was like yeah she's tied up but she can easily just 
jerk that thing and make it so that jet skis I, separate. I, it's probably my favorite little moment in the movie is when she realizes it and she and she says, "See you later, sucker." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. she's so happy. Yeah, and then he's yelling, yeah. "Annie, Annie, Annie!" Wait, Annie, wait, Annie. Uh, he's by the way, her last name is Pot, uh, not Potts. Sorry, Porter. <laughs> Uh, but we didn't know that till this movie. So just a little fun trick. Ah. Yeah. They didn't say it in the first movie. Hey, you guys being stuck home right now. Uh, it's a bummer, right? You probably don't think much about your internet privacy in your own home network. You're used to people in a, uh, at your office doing that stuff. But you think, well, I'll just fire up incognito mode on my browser. No one can see what I'm doing, right? Wrong. Even in incognito mode, your online activity still can be traced. You just want to have the security you think you have. Even if you clear your browsing history. Your ISP, you know, they know everything. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using ExpressVPN to make sure your ISP can never see what sites you visit. Instead, your internet connection is rerouted through ExpressVPN's secure servers. And the servers have IP addresses that are shared among thousands of users. That means everything you do is anonymized. And, uh, you know, they can't trace it back to you, which is good. ExpressVPN also encrypts 100% of your data in best-in-class encryption, so your information is always safe. I really like it, mostly for the simplicity of it. You connect and you're done. And you don't have to think about it again. It's so easy to use. You're going to love it. Protect your online privacy today with the VPN I trust to secure mine. Visit my special link at expressvpn.com slash filmsack. And you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N, express, expressvpn.com slash filmsack. Again, that is expressvpn.filmsack. Go get it now. All right. Uh, uh, clips, what do you say? Yes. Clips? All right. Yeah. I like clips. You guys like clips. We all like clips. So we're going to do a clip uh, session here. And we're going to start with this which is that Terminator guy. Now listen, Alex, everything by the book. No stunts and no rest today, all right? Okay. All right. Give me your badge and your gun. We almost, you know, he's almost trophy enough to yeah, be that. Yeah. yeah, didn't get enough of him. Probably would have had more of that later. Yeah. Uh, the late, great Tim Conway. Uh, do you want to slowly merge into... Okay. He's just uh, having a hard Dorf time. Dorf on speed. Yep, Dorf on speed. <laughs> It'd be funny if he had his little legs and everything. He yeah. should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, all right, someone's a madman. You're a madman, sure. All right. <laughs> okay. Wow. What, what, was, what was that, that was from? One of the cops. From the beginning, the daredevil, the, the, the motorcycle. Yeah, it was one of the cops. Math. Cop guys okay. were like, whoa, Sean. You're a madman, sure. Oh, my gosh. All right. <laughs> this is the most newsy guy we've had in, in maybe years. So here's this. So far, they've recovered some of the stolen computers and apprehended one of the suspects. Thanks mainly to SWAT team member Alex Shaw, who is the officer injured in today's high-speed chase. That's some news-ass newsman. Maybe it's a real, yes. maybe it's a real actual newsman. Might be. You know, I love it when they do that in movies, when they yeah. get the real people. Oh, I do too. We've recovered all those NEC computers and monitors and <laughs> Canon printers. In, right. Hope you enjoyed Speed 1.5. Yep. What <laughs> happened to a the guy in a diaper? van oh my gosh you just reminded me out of nowhere somehow what you just said reminded me that um uh what's his name was in the first movie i just now i just forgot his name uh uh rick allen no, uh, no. Cameron, cameron no oh yeah cameron was in it but not him yeah alan ruck um but no it was um oh geez the uh he's an old actor dumb and dumber yes uh, yes uh, he uh 
Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. Jeez Louises. Yeah, yeah Jeff Daniels. <laughs> I forgot how cool hey, Jeff is, Daniels was. Is the past tense of Alan Rickman, Alan Ruck? <laughs> Alan Rickman, yeah. Alan Ruck. I mean, only one's left, and it happens to be Ruck, so... Right. All right, I got some leaked audio from uh, Brian's prom night. This isn't from your mom. I don't. This came in anonymously, so it's a little. Oh. It's a little um, oh, yeah. ominous, anonymous. So let's play okay. it. Here you go. No, don't do that. I want to be depressed right what? now. I don't want you to like do that. Jeez, oh, Louise, Brian, uh, yeah. and the music yeah. too. The music was in there. It was the prom. It was actually at prom. Yeah, that sounded like you were on the dance floor doing the who knows. Yeah, never, what. never take a date to prom that just wants to be depressed. Yeah, don't do that. But if she sounds like this. So who's ready to partay on the big boat besides me? Oh, geez. Uh, then partay. you're in good shape. Who is to partay in the big boat? Uh, shut up. I hate it. Ah! Nah. That's what, that's, Sandra Bullock saying that is what gross Scott out the most. Yes, yeah, I don't like yeah. it at all. All right. Here's a wake up, boys moment. Wake up, boys. Okay. I'm going to shake your glasses, make you real mad so you suck my blood. Yeah, wake up. Maybe some of those leeches were female. What does he know? Or they're probably like snails and they can, <laughs> they're unisex or whatever. So who knows? All right. Oh, uh, what do we... Oh, I don't know what this is. So let's play it. Who here would like a peek at a multi-million dollar jewelry collection? That's the, well, that's the Twin Peaks lady, right? Lucy, Lucy from yeah. Twin Peaks. Yeah. That's right. She has a funny voice. She does. She I mean, it's, it's basically Victoria, uh, low-rent Victoria. Yeah, yeah. I guess... High rent Victoria Jackson, maybe uh, equal rent Victoria Jackson. Oh, I see. Uh, rent controlled Victoria Jackson. Rent controlled Victoria <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> less, less uh, politically charged Victoria Jackson. There you go. What's her? Sorry, what's her name again? The actress that you just said. Uh, I need to look it up. From yeah. from because uh, the reason I'm asking is I want to find yeah from Twin Peaks. I want to find out if she's the voice of Timmy Turner on. Uh, uh, Fairly oh, Rugrats, or, uh, wrong, isn't it? Rugrats. Oh my no, god! No, is that not what Timmy Turner is? I don't know. No. Hold on, Timmy. Click. Turn. <laughs> He's really, fine. really upset about that. Okay, Fairly Odd Parents. Here we go. Um, I'm pretty sure Lucy this Twin Peaks. Did you find the actress yet? No. Lucy Moran. It's not Timmy. No, okay, Jesus. Lucy Moran. I'm sorry, Kimberly. Kimberly Ann Robertson is the question. actress. Okay, Kimberly Ann Robertson. Okay. Nope. Tara Strong sure is Timmy Tara Turner. Strong. Yeah, yeah, you're I'm pretty right. Sure, Tara Strong does. Gosh yeah. dang it! You're mm. absolutely 100 percent correct. I thought um, it was. Let's see. She has. A... She did voices for The Little Mermaid in 1989. Okay. She did voices for Feather Duster and Beauty and the Beast. Oh, okay. Because you can kind of hear voice work for something called Battle in the Erogenous Zone in 1992. I'll <laughs> oh. be looking that one up after the show. Yeah, who won that? <laughs> who won that battle? I want to know. Uh, Bell's Magical World. Uh, Stuart Little. Uh, ah. So voice. So she's done some voice stuff, though. That's the thing. She has totally done Phoebe in the movie Phoebe. Because if she Someone had to, either. this is very Timmy Turner. Who here would like a peek? At I mean, you could see that. You could hear that a little bit. She was Samantha Stanky uh, in uh, season three episode of The Simpsons as Bart's friend falls in love. Wow. Hmm. Fish Police, Batman the Animated Series, Alice Pleasance. Oh, she does, yeah, lots of uh, okay. voice acting. With a voice Two like stupid that. Stupid Dogs, The Critic, The Tick. You got a voice like that, you get hired. Yeah, you totally get hired. Yeah. You wonder if that's... Like, is that her real voice or is that just her acting voice? Oh, good question. I don't know. I don't wonder if she has to Need work a very Kimmy hard Robertson mm-hmm. uh, interview. You just got to see. She probably talks like this. Yes, I do a lot of voice work. And, uh, 
You know what's really hard to avoid while we're talking is every time I look at the Discord, that freaking Klingon head is there, and he is so <laughs> ridiculous. He looks like like uh, what was the character from Blade Runner, the first replicant to die? Yes. Uh, oh, that guy that we've seen in other movies. Uh, yes. He died recently, ish, a few years ago. I forgot his name, but I know who you mean. He's a lot like yes. that guy. In fact, I might be actually conflating those two in terms of like. Oh yeah, I, it could be. Yeah, I think I'm mixing them. Him. I'm mixing um, here's up. an interview David Letterman did with Kimmy Robertson in, uh, boy, I don't know what year. Oh, this would have been late night, so this is 80s. Yeah, 80s. So I don't know if you want to hear her voice in this one, but yeah, we I'll, can hear what I'll she play sounds a bit like. Of it. Let's see what we got. Uh, but you know, it's just an honor and a, and a pleasure to be nominated. And, and win or lose, it's fun to be in Pasadena. Right. <laughs> um, I miss Letterman so now, much. Now, yeah. let's talk about the All show. Right. Uh, what's new with Twin Peaks? What should we know about the production of Twin Peaks? How are things going? Well, we don't really know what's going on because they give us fake scripts. That sounds like that's there her. There you dude. go. Real voice. Yeah, that sounds like that's her. <laughs> oh, that makes me want to go. I stayed up till midnight every night in school. That's why my grades were shit. And I watched Letterman every night. I was such a fan. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, here's that switch. What? Hold on. That switch. Oh, okay. whatever. Here it is. That's right. Switch is over. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Switch is over. I just thought it was weird. All right. Oh, oh that's what he said. Yeah. I was trying to figure out what the hell he said. It's bad sound mixing because they had that music yeah. so loud. Yeah. So it's yeah. terrible. Uh, what guy? What guy? All right. Oh, that's when he found. That's when he figured out that it was a guy, and he was about to leave with all the other escapees. But then he went, "Oh, this. We don't know what this guy's capable of." He says, "What guy?" All right. Great. Some angry acting. A transmitter. So how's he transmitting the fires? The fires don't exist. Jeez, Louises. <laughs> uh, normal-sized women. No, there's no little girls. Uh, just big women. Excuse me. <laughs> I mean, normal-sized women. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so dumb. Also, for some reason, I see him in a John Hughes movie, and I don't think that's correct. Oh, oh was, like he could have been some character's dad totally. dropping them off at Breakfast Club or yeah, something? Yeah, or maybe he looks like John Candy from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and that's what's throwing me, because he's got the mustache and the kind of, you know, he's heavy set and all that. Maybe I'm just, mm-hmm. the image of him is getting confused in my head. I don't know. He was definitely in Wayne's World. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, I, I watch Wayne's World regularly because I'm a white male. Of course. Uh, here's Accent Man. Look, I'm the navigator. I'm not familiar with this equipment. What are you supposed to do with all this equipment? I like that accent. I uh, know. I like it. it. Watching this movie and every time he spoke, yeah. it made me want to watch Peaky Blinders. Oh, yeah. Very mm. much that, right? Tommy, go get those guns, Tommy. <laughs> Where are you keeping those guns, Tommy? Where are those guns? That's all season one stuff, but we still do it. All right. Here's uh, <laughs> the most annoying sound in the movie. That annoyed the hell out of me. Yeah, and uh, and my dog. Oh yeah. Oh mine yeah. too. <laughs> annoyed my dog as well. Yes. I love that. That the I had headphones on, so nobody could be annoyed but me. But yeah, fire alarms. Even so, she hates fire. Like when our smoke alarm goes off for any reason, drives her nuts, and and she shivers for like the next two hours. But she even does it if there's a fire alarm or an alarm like that in movies now, which oh, just drives us nuts. Poor dog. My dog. For my dog, uh, he has a uh, like a cage that he goes in. It's like his home. Yeah. He has a little he has a little house inside our apartment, mm-hmm. and uh, and then we can close the door and lock it when when we're like we have to leave, right? So he's he lives in there mm-hmm. while we're not here. Yeah. But anyway, he goes in there as his safe space, 
And this movie caused him to do that. Like almost as much as like the price is right. And the price is right. Drives my dog crazy. Mm. That's <laughs> Come hilarious. on down. Oh. Yeah. Poor thing. You're the next doggy on the prices, right? That's oh, right. They have those like dings and brings and oh, dings, those sounds. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. My dog doesn't seem to be too bugged by that, but if there's a no. siren in town, she loses her mind. So I'm starting to think my dog is deaf. <laughs> <laughs> I think some dogs just are bugged and some aren't. We had, you know, the Great. 24th here is just like the 4th of July. Tons of fireworks and stuff, and they just ignore. Oh, it. my dog does not like that. Yeah, they just they ignore it here. I don't know why they don't think it's a big deal. You'd think. As high strung as she is, she would be, but she doesn't care. Did, did you do anything for pee on her day? Mm, uh, no, we pee on her. Pee on her day? <laughs> it's pioneer. <laughs> I like how you pronounce it, though. Pioneer oh. and pee on her. Uh, no, because anything, well, we watched some fireworks from um, my sister's deck, but we didn't go anywhere crazy. Just had dinner and chilled. Got some takeout, and it was fine. Uh, here's a crazy bullock laugh. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, you're good. being you're you're in so much danger. There's definitely not that kind of happiness. Mm-hmm. Right. Not joy. It's like, oh my god, I can't believe I got away. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you're playing ditzy, it doesn't it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh here's Angry Defoe. Impossible! No! No! It's almost like he's saying doe like Homer, but he's really saying no. <laughs> <laughs> Was that in the plane? Like in the uh when he got impaled by the Oh, good question. Let's see. On the- Let me see. Impossible! No! No! It's after they figured out a way to avoid the ship. Okay. So wherever, yeah. I don't oh, know where he right. was. He was looking don't, back and they had steered around it. Yeah. Don't get me started on the wheel turning. Yeah, that was. Mm. Also, all those boats that got run over, they deserved it. Because yeah. it's only yeah. moving 20 miles an hour. It. It's way <laughs> off in the distance. Everybody <laughs> can move. Everyone can move. Even yeah, the, the sailboat. Right. It's it's not even twenty miles an hour at this point. At this point, they're going about ten. Yeah, maybe if if, if <laughs> less oh, than no. that. I, That's right, I, and it was one right after another. Right? Oh, sailboat, yeah. expensive sailboat. Oh no! Out of the way. Oh, the motorboat. Oh, I got that one. Uh, I got the fishing boat. Oh, I got that the one. The water skier. Oh, yeah. I, I guess I want to argue that that complaint because if you if your boat is parked, it's parked because you're not at the wheel with the sails hoisted or the motor running and ready to escape being crashed into. Like, I disagree. If you're parked, if you're parked you're, you're you have an, around, but you have you're, enough you're time. You're on the shore. You have enough time I, if you're I out disagree. that water. I disagree. If, if, if your boat's name is Banana, you're probably going to get hit. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve it. You do deserve it. So wait. Oh, now I have another question, but I'll save it. All right. Uh, bi- uh, big boats. Mommy, there's a big boat. I know. There are a lot of big boats here, honey. Okay. okay. Mm. Uh, they couldn't. They could not get enough of Un- is UB40 unsus- playing in that uh, kid's apartment? Yes, that apartment everywhere. Well? Was it? Let me see. Mommy, there's a big boat. I know there are a lot of big. Didn't sound like them. Maybe. I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's UB40, it but it's definitely, uh, definitely reggae. Some generic that, reggae. Yeah. That is such a trope, by the way. Oh yeah, the we haven't played that yet. Hold on. The, yes. the only person looking out the window at the coming danger is a child, and they say it and they get ignored. They get dismissed because yeah. it's a kid. Yep. Yeah. That's tropey as all get out. All right. Here's something about my car. My car. All right. <laughs> my. And by the way, that's enough of a reference to the first movie about a car getting wrecked, and it's the same mm-hmm. looking car, black convertible, whatever. That mm-hmm. should be enough. You didn't then mm-hmm. have to bring Jamaican Joe in there to do the whole extra stuff about his boat. Ah, I'm still annoyed. All right, here's Jamaican <laughs> Joe. 
Here's uh, the guy from the first movie speaking to him. No shit, bad luck, man. I just bought a condo here. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure you did. Uh, finally, we end it with Defoe Grunt. All right. So enjoy Defoe Grunt. Ah! All right. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Would not have been able to recognize that as Defoe. Nope. He made a weird sound, right, as things blew up. And uh, it was fun to watch. Yeah. You can't you can't help but watch a movie like this and it ends and you think what would be the next one and I think uh, at this time now it wouldn't be good now but at that time I think I would have called for a speed three on a train mm. and like I say like Snowpiercer that's, has ruined that's that under idea. siege two you're thinking of that yeah. oh yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. squeeze that right in there yeah, yeah. what what uh, right Catherine what, Heigl Catherine oh, Heigl right really yeah she was she was the daughter oh you know? that would have been a- about the time she'd have been that Super young, young. I guess. Yeah. yeah, before all the Grey's Anatomy stuff. What would have what would what hasn't been used yet as a mode of transportation that a diehard style Oh, or any any backdrop like uh okay, yeah. so we've done buildings, yeah, we've done right. ships, mm-hmm. we've done cars, vans, <laughs> trucks. Right. We haven't <laughs> done the monorail they haven't done the monorail at Disney World. Space shuttle, they literally <laughs> uh, the airplane too literally did the space shuttle, even though it's well, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But yeah. it's sort and of the, taken. Um the next generation episode, Starship Mine, is uh die hard on the Enterprise. Yeah, that's true. But I'm trying to think what's another have we done all the backdrops? Mm-hmm. We kinda have. We need a uh what we need is a um like a CN Tower, Seattle Space Needle, oh, yeah. um something like that. Like a Yeah. Uh, this rotating, uh, this rotating restaurant has to yeah. keep rotating. Right. Yes. If it slows down, we're going to blow it up. <laughs> you know what? I think that's it. What do you do, Hotshot? Order the appetizer? <laughs> what do you do? I'd be all into that. Speed three. Uh, where, 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 which, which we've re- really slowed things down for this <laughs> one. We really slowed it down. Slowing it down. But what if they figured out a way to crank it? You know, make it go super fast, and then by the time that movie ends, it's yeah. just swirling up. Everybody's there. like, everybody, everybody, it's a wall like at the uh, fair. Yeah. Yeah. Speed three, centrifugal force. Yeah. yeah there you go. Honestly, anything <laughs> else is then, if you can't come up with a cool vehicle to be in of either some size, then it just is a hostage movie. That's it, right? Like, you're just in a Speed three, we're on one of those bike uh, touring yeah. uh, beer, beer, uh, <laughs> We're on a we're on a twenty person tandem bike that if we go below five miles an hour we're gonna fall over and skin our knees. Exactly. I love that idea. All right, sign me up. Now this. The uh, film sack checklist. Everything is about Sandra Bullock and her having a good time or not. Check. That's kind of what this is. Everybody who needs to move out of the way is slow as shit. Check. Ah, true. The last 15 minutes of this movie is really bad. Check. Uh, Check. Star Trek Connections. We got a few of these. Mark Haggerty. We mentioned him before. TNG played Captain Larg or Large. I don't know how it's said. In the fifth season episode, Redemption 2. He also played Scorin in the seventh uh, season episode, Thine Own Self. He also played a character in a video game that Daryl didn't write down here. and And I don't remember which one it was, but some Star Trek game he was in as well. Uh, uh, Francis Guinan was, <laughs> that's funny. Her name's Guinan. She <laughs> yeah. was, uh, she, he or she is Rupert. I guess it's a she, uh, played Minister Cray oh, in an yeah. episode of Voyager. Also in Voyager played Czar in an episode and on Enterprise played Ghost, Ghosts in the episode, The Communicator. And then Charles Parks played Frank DS9 played the Bajoran Elbin in the second season episode, The Collaborator. 
Lots of what connections. Is the, what is the modern baby name that people give to both sexes and and don't like Francis? Like they they don't care to um, make it a, a sex Chris, name. Chris, uh, Jackie, Alex, Alex. Pat, <laughs> Pat. I guess. Yeah. I don't think that's the modern one. Uh, no, it's not. It's eighties one. Um, how about? Oh man, I heard just heard one of these Blake. the other day. Blake, Blake. Blake. Yeah, there's a good one. Blake's a good one. Blake, Alex and Blake. I feel like those are pretty common. There you go. Um, okay, soundtrack grade. I give it an SATF as same as the first. It's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of the same song or the same soundtrack with a few really bad UB40 songs. But they didn't even play any good ones on there. Like, No, they played what? ones that were written specifically. Like they didn't do Red Red Wine or... yeah. Any of their hits? What was the yeah. other one? I think you meant. I think you just. Uh, well, named they their did hit. like. Uh, they did a version of "Can't Help Falling in Love," but that yeah. was for Sliver, I think. Yeah, it was definitely a cover. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, even maybe, Red Red Wine is maybe, a cover. I mean, their biggest hits are all yeah. "Come and Take covers. Me," "Here I Am," all yeah. covers. Yeah, I think you're you, like, hey, what would it sound like if you did a song in a reggae style? Yeah, and there's mm-hmm. UB40. Yeah, but that's okay. I used to think they were really... the postmodern jukebox. They were the postmodern jukebox of reggae before there was such a thing as postmodern jukebox. I used to think I liked them. I don't think. Oh, I, do. I totally like them, and I still do. I don't know if I do now. I think I might be over it finally. <laughs> I bought I bought one of their albums in high school and thought it was pretty great, but I don't know how I feel about it now. Labor of Love uh, two. Yes. Labor of Love. It was actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still somewhere That's in a one box. to have. We all had it. One of my first yeah, CDs yeah. actually. I have oh. these. I have. I make a Spotify playlist every year. And then all the new reggae, ska, Hawaiian music that comes out that year goes in the playlist. So it's like growing all year long. And reggae, your tropical, yeah. your tropical playlist. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I like, so that. like I, I have one for 2018, one for 2019. And I'm here to tell you, it's good music. Like people who are in a reggae band and putting out music with a publisher and so on in 2020, they're making really, really good music. I don't understand how the whole world is stuck on like seven reggae songs from the 1980s. It's just so weird. <clears throat> bad boys, bad boys, what you going to do? All right. <laughs> Let's do the Twitter post. That's what you bad boys are going to do. You got to sum up things in 280 characters or less. Let's start with Randy. Speed 2, cruise control. Die hard on a... <laughs> However, <laughs> please allow me to be the first to declare Speed 2 is a Christmas movie. Oh, nice. 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 Well, all it would have taken was one reference of Christmas, and we could we could claim it. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I had my who was this? Oh, I have a neighbor friend. His wife is so funny. She never remembers names of anything or or movies or anything. But she says, "What's that guy's name?" And I go, "What guy?" She goes, "He's in that movie where he's like a policeman and he eats a lot of donuts or something, and he's the one that is trying to communicate with the guy who's who's lost in the building." And I Wait, went, he's eating a lot of donuts. And Wait. I went, Die Hard. And she goes, Yes, that's it, Die Hard. I'm like, the guy in the the guy who's hiding in the building talking to the cop. Like, what a what a funny summation of that movie. It made me laugh my head off the other night. Anyway, sorry, where was I? Oh, Brian Dunaway. Oh, Speed Two <laughs> Cruise Control. Not as good as Speed One, but better than Speed Three. That never happened because this movie killed it slowly. Oh, so slowly. You're a madman, Debont. Yeah, he is. Do you think there's a chance we ever get a three or a return to this at all? Why would we? Yes. 
Yes. Mm. We we live in a universe where Bill and Ted three exists. Yeah. We could certainly get speed three. Yeah. I just heard crank. Like uh, was crank the thing where the guy had to keep uh, his adrenaline level up or he was going to die. Yeah. But the whole problem with that crank two. Yeah. Crank two. So Jason Statham was in that. You're right. It's, it's a little more, well, I mean, that thing was like hardcore, like uber violent, super Mm -hmm. hypersexual. Like it was very different, but you're right. That was kind of it. But you know what you could do? You know, Keanu Reeves on the rise here. He has no problem coming back to some old franchise. He's older no, now. True. He's maybe, you know, thinking about leaving the force. Uh, something happens. Sandra mm-hmm. Bullock doesn't even need to show up for this. Just, you know, John Wickett. <laughs> uh-huh. Take a break, Sandra. Yeah, we got this. Take a break. We're good. Go do Ocean's Nine or whatever you're going to do next. All right. Uh, I like her, though. I'm not. This is not me bashing on her. I think she's great. All right. Moving on to Brian Ibbett. There we go. And and so appropriate too. Speed to cruise control. Who'd have thought that between Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock, Keanu would be the one to turn down a shit script. Uh. <laughs> nice. Flip that one on a Ted. That's right. Well, as much as that was great, now this. Oh, I was just handed alternate titles. This was almost called the Boathouse Boat. <laughs> because get that reference thing with the Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock, yeah, the, the lake house, right? It was. I, right. Thought, it was the, yeah. I thought it was the boathouse. No, uh-huh. it's well. I like what you said because you made the boat ah, thing. Shit. I thought that was good. I know, but no, it what you did was good. It doesn't work now though because that movie's the wrong name. I got that wrong. Uh, or it was almost called Miss Congeniality colon Miss Inconvenience. <laughs> All right, moving on to an email. We got an email from a listener uh, named Darren. Uh, he sent an email to filmsack at gmail.com. He says, Ahoy, hoy, Scott, Brian, Brian, and Randy. Ahoy, hoy. I hope you're all keeping well these days. They are crazy. FilmSack has been helping me be sane for years of daily commutes, but has become quite a staple in maintaining my normalcy while in isolation. Thank you guys for keeping up the show during all of this. It is greatly appreciated. I have listened to every episode and seen every movie you've sacked, as you guys seem to appreciate when fans go the full distance. I just recently shared the 1990s uh, Dick Tracy with my wife, and I couldn't help but wondering what you guys would have said or would say about the film. It has an amazing cast with an interesting aesthetic. It would be a favorite of mine when I was younger. And surprised that it hold up as, held up as well as it did, which may be just nostalgia. Be safe, Darren. So I know we've talked about Dick Tracy before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'd love to do that one. We haven't yeah. done it, though, right? Am Such I a no, surprising cast, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, Pacino, uh, Warren Beatty, Madonna. Yeah. For such a weird idea, this yeah. almost borders on a musical type theme with, yeah. mm-hmm. with, weird, uh, with weird characters from that comic it is streaming on the HBO collection. Mm. HBO oh. Go Now Max. Go, Go now, now Max. Go Now Max. Go Now Max. Yeah. That's what I say to my dog when he needs to be. Go Now Max. Go Now Max. Go Now Max. I don't have a dog named Max. Anyway, no. but um, yeah, uh, I'd be down for... I mean, we haven't done... I would we love done, HBO Max, yeah. Have okay. we done one yet for uh, from HBO Max? I don't think we have, have no, we? I don't think we have, huh? Well, but, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Huh. I think we all have it, right? Yeah. Some form mm-hmm. of it? Yeah. I'm supposed to be getting it free with my AT&T mobile plan, but it's impossible to get those people to help me figure out how. Oh, yeah. It's right. awful. <laughs> I saw a video. I just like bump around on YouTube for hours every day. And I saw a video where, where someone was claiming to be, be to have every streaming subscription that you could have. Mm. Like every streaming, every possible. Anyway, they were. They so were done away, basically. They were yeah. claiming. 
They were no Dunaway. Dunaway is a stickler. Like he really, yeah. he just doesn't have prime. He's got everything else. That's true story because I already have to be grandfathered. Yeah, Marty grandfathered in. Yeah, yeah, Marty grandfathered in on my prime. So the, I'm like, the question was, what does it cost you if you subscribe to literally everything that's online? And their answer was eight hundred and sixty-four dollars a month. Oh my oh, gosh, geez. dude, is that real? <laughs> Holy shite! All right, well, I'm not doing that. Well, I doubt it because a lot of them are huge chunks of money, like uh, like Directv and that kind of stuff. You know, that's that's mm. full price. Yeah, full I wonder stuff. if they're. Yeah, they... I mean, that's you're just basically paying for a cable subscription with, yeah. right. with that, and then on top of that, everything else. But couldn't you do this math without actually going through the rigmarole of signing up for everything? Like, yes, no, because there's there's a lot of there's a lot of things <laughs> where there's infinite tiers, right? Like those. Those uh, porn oh. sites, right? Where you can subscribe to. <laughs> so you subscribe to every porn site too. Is that oh, I'm just, it? I'm just like, I'm, I'm imagining that there's not a, there's not a cap yeah. on this. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, you yeah. could, right? You can, you, like, you go on Twitch and sub- start subscribing to people and paying them money, right? And that should go on indefinitely. Yeah. By the way, I started a list of mine because I want to know, and I'm still not done with it. But I wanted to see, you know, just kind of remind myself. Okay, how many of these services am I doing? And I, I started mm-hmm. with. Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, Disney Plus, Apple Arcade, Apple TV Plus, uh, Apple Music, Google Storage, uh, which is only three bucks, but still. Apple uh, Storage. Uh, yeah, also iCloud. Uh, Game Pass on PC from Microsoft I pay for. Uh, Apple, I already wrote Apple Music. Amazon Prime. And I know there are others that I haven't thought of yet, but that list is starting to look scary. I need to go through and mm-hmm. I need to trim some shit. Like... <laughs> I don't know what, but I know that there's a couple of these where I'm like, I go a big, long swath of time without using them. I should probably not have them. Yeah. Yeah. I look at my, I look at my, uh, you know, uh, uh, credit card statements and so on to try to find things that I've forgotten about. And there's this one subscription I have with Microsoft that I cannot solve. I can't figure out what (laughs) my favorite, what you're getting for it. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> it's probably OneDrive or something stupid like that. You know, I Oh yeah, it could be OneDrive. But when yeah. when when Randy said that, I I just couldn't help but imagine that Randy comes home once a week and just pulls out brings out some reading glasses, puts them on, sits down, opens up the envelope with his credit card statement and just Reads slowly it. scrutinizes it. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. You what is this? Oh, red what pen is this? circling. What's this? Yeah. Yeah, what is this? Dude. It's all online, right? So you have to you have to like go to Amex. I know how you actually do it. I'm yeah. just telling you my what I think of you. Oh, well, how you picture it, yeah. Right, how I picture it. Yeah, I picture Brian. Think. I picture Dunaway just grabbing it, seeing the envelope, throwing it in a pile, and hoping hoping it takes care of itself. Right. That's what I see. <laughs> exactly, that's exactly what I do. Yeah. Very, in my case. I'm I, like, why are they still sending me paper? Get out of here with this. I throw that in a pile marked Kim, and then she'll Kim, take care of it. This. <laughs> yep. That's how that works for me. Yeah. Anyway, we love your emails. And Darren, we will definitely consider Dick Tracy. Uh, so thank you for the recommendation. For sure. We love your recommendations. Keep them coming. Filmsack at gmail.com. Or you can just use the site. And send us a quick message over at filmsack.com. Our next film, speaking of hot action summer films on Filmsack, is Salt. We're doing no, it's Salt. Not. Oh. Nah. No, our next film is a watch along with Star Trek The Next Generation. And right, then right. Salt. After and that, then salt. salt. Yeah. Uh, Brian, Brian's right. Sorry. There's some, there's some scheduling Sorry. stuff going on. No, you're totally right. I'm glad you said that. Next week, we're doing a watch along of a Star Trek episode, which we have not done in a long time. If you remember the episode where uh, Data has a phone in his chest and uh, um, eats a Deanna Troy cake, yeah, uh, Phantasm <laughs> season seven, yep, I'm episode right six, and, and we're six. and we're go. not just doing this because it's been a meme on Twitter a couple weeks ago. 
that something is a cake that you slice into, right. but it doesn't hurt. Yeah. It doesn't hurt a bit. So we're doing it and I can't wait. So that's next week right here on film sack and you'll get to watch it along with us. It's on, uh, actually where are these streaming these days? I don't actually Netflix. know. It's okay. still Netflix. Netflix. All right. I know mm-hmm. some, I think they're doubled up somewhere. Maybe. Yeah. Prime or somebody. Anyway, uh, we'll do that. And then salt after that. Okay. So salt, Salt is never truly. Are you eating us. a boiled egg right now and no. thinking about salt? Is that <laughs> no? Are you eating leeches? I right. just. My wife brought this thing down here, and I thought I could sneak a bite while somebody else was talking, but then they finished. So it's the end of the show. You're the only one that talks, except for one thing from Randy. I know. I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> I don't know what that's I'm one thinking. One side of your hungry brain telling your other side of your logical brain some bullshit. I, <laughs> right. I basically caved to temptation. Is what just happened. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so that's next time right here on Film Sack. All right. <laughs> Hold on. I'm it's a, it's a second boiled egg. <laughs> uh, I only did the one. Okay. Filmsack.com is our website. Don't forget about that. And uh, hey, you want to send us emails, filmsack at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Filmsack. If you want to follow the rest of us, we're all on the site. So you can just go find us there. Leave us reviews wherever you get your podcasts. That'd be cool. Uh, I think that's it for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Come on, man. Well, <laughs> We'll see you next. That's really good. See you next time, everybody. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Wake up, boys.